Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play when we were kids. My name's Daniel Carroll, and this week for episode 81, we're not talking about a video game. We're talking about a video game movie. Yes, we are talking about our first one, which is Tekken the Motion Picture. I bet you all saw that one when you were kids. Now, this week I will be joined by the brothers Raging Demon and Chaotic Jim from the Command List podcast. They've decided to join this experiment with me. They were straight onto this, and they love the format. Now, back when I was listening to another podcast, and I can't remember what it was called, they were doing Fatal Fury 2, and and I love the format of it. They Rather than review the film, they were just going through it scene by scene and ripping it to absolute pieces. And I was genuinely laughing my head off in the car. I thought, you know what, we did the same for this. So the the boys, me, Raging Demon, Chaotic Jim, the three of us went out, we watched this film for you, so you do not have to see this film. If you want to see this film, go ahead. Go ahead, watch this film first, then come back. Otherwise, we're spoiling everything. Nothing in one of these movie things is going to be sacred. It's all on the table here, so we are spoiling everything, all the secrets. So if you don't want to be spoiled, stop it now, come back. All right? Clear. But this is going to be... It's a long one because there's a lot to talk about. I'm not saying this is a good film. By far, I ain't saying this is a good film. I'm letting you all know now. Right, that's going to be in about 35 minutes or something like that. So if you want to do that, just go straight to Tekken if you just want to care for the film. If not, stick around. We try and have a bit of fun. First of all, I just need to get our plugs out of the way. Wherever you listen to this show, please give it a five-star review. Tell me it's good. Tell me it's crap. Give me a bit of feedback. It's really appreciated. And whenever you see it come up on our socials, please give it a share. I'm now on X. I'm X, as that's what it is. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm all on those. Please give it a share because it just helps us get out there. If you want to find... Uh, why? I can't get the words right, can I? If you want to support this financial shit show of mine, you can go over at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars, where for $1 each month you get access to your own show called DLC. And this could be top 10s, modern day game reviews, or gaming events. As a bit of a sneak peek, this is episode 54, which is the top 10 video game art covers, well in my opinion. Some of the games back in the day were just absolutely fire because they really had to rely on that box art cover. They didn't have YouTube to back it up. They didn't have the internet to basically buy this game. It's the best thing in the world. It's fucking awesome. It was literally, this is your game. And also, bear in mind, we really didn't have disposable income when we were kids. So it was basically, you get this game, that's it. This is your game for Christmas. It also probably was what our parents had to go buy because, let's be honest, we weren't buying these games for Christmas unless we told mummy or daddy, I want this game in particular. We had to rely on mummy and daddy making the right choice. And that was episode 54 of my opinion of the top 10 video game art covers. Next week for episode 55, no idea. I, I try. I have got ideas. Like I'm looking at this book now. I try and think of ideas when there's nothing like springs to mind. Like I've got like top ten hardest games, um, top ten SNES games. I think we've already done that one. Top ten Mega Drive games, top ten movie roles. I've done that one. And so I just come up with lists and then think, oh, that'd be a cool idea. That'd be cool. Wouldn't I love to do that? So I'll look at what else I haven't done. And I've got a list of all these other ones. Like I know the I've got to finish Sonic Prime. 
I've got to do The Last of Us. I've got to give a review of the TV series. So these things will be coming out. It's just whatever I decide to actually float my boat. Okay. Also, just to let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month goes to a charity called Get Well Gamers, which supports... It's a UK charity and it helps support games... Oh, God, I get... It's a UK charity that helps give games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. Now, so far, we've only raised about $4, which isn't much, I know. But eventually, I might think when there's more Patreons come on board, that, sh that is going to grow and grow and grow. And we can get to the stage where we can start donating games and consoles. If you do have any old games you're thinking of selling and you just, you know, you're not going to get much for them, how about downloading to the charity directly? You can find the link in the description below. Now, also for your money, you get access to our own Discord, where you Saturnians can just annoy me. You get a chance to message me a one-on-one, -on -one, and you can take part in all our shows with 16 bits of nonsense, survival, die, DLC, or comments on a game of the week, and a chance to butcher your names, like we're going to do to our newest Patreon, Shaddock TH. I hope I got... Is it Shaddock? I, I'm going to get butchered. Shaddock TH. So, welcome. Welcome to the Smut Squad, as I've now dubbed it. Not what you lot call it. This it is called the Smut Squad. We've we've got rid of the first word. Don't need that. Smut Squad. Because that's what this show mostly is. So welcome, Shaddock. I hope you enjoy being here. Now, let's get into our first section, which is our letter section, and we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. So 16 Bits of Nonsense, our letter section, where you guys can pretty much ask me whatever you want, and I'll do my best to answer. So Captain N says, Dear Danny, it's the back half of 2023, and there are some banger games coming out for the Christmas season. Do you predict any surprise announcements between now and late October that will rock the video game world? Um, I can't see any huge ones. I can, I can probably think, well, actually, no, game, games coming out, now, I don't think anything, because I think we've had most of them. And the only surprise game that will suddenly be dropped will be Metroid Prime 2. I do think that will be dropped before I keep saying that. We know the big ones coming out is going to be the Mario and Sonic games. The fact they're coming out together, they're going to be interesting for the, for all the consoles, those new 2D ones. The big announcement, I think, will be for the Switch 2. I think we will get that announcement by the end of this year. I think if we don't get it by November... We won't get it at all. We will not get it coming in Christmas. No chance. There's no chance they would basically say it by Christmas. So I think maybe October. If we don't get it by October, we're not going to hear anything because I think that'd be stupid for a marketing sales point. You know, we're coming up to Christmas, the time where you spend the most money, and that's where games consoles get mostly bought. And then you say, oh, guess what? We've got a new console coming in like a year. No, Everyone's going to go, eh, I'm not buying anything. So I think if we haven't heard by October, November, we're not hearing anything from Nintendo. Game-wise, I think the honestly the only big thing that will drop that we you know that is, is Metro Prime Two. That's any surprise announcement. I can't see anything else. I think every other game like Tekken, it's Tekken's not even been announced for the end of the year. Mortal Kombat One's dropping soon, and the Mario and um, Sonic. I just can't see anything else coming at the mean. That's not to say it won't. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Because uh, I know Square, they've kept the cards close to the chest in the sense of you know it's only Final Fantasy that we know of. Final Fantasy Seven next year. I want Square Enix to get on and make Dragon Quest 3. Hurry up. You showed us a brief image that you were remaking that. That's why I'm really, I really want to play that. Because I've done the first two. And I want to play the third. But I don't want to play like the original version. I want to play the remake. I desperately want to play the remake version. But hey-ho, I've just got to wait and sit there and you know play all the other games i got. Ugh, boring. And Keith Gasper says, What's in store for another Smash Brothers? Will there be another Smash Brothers? 
My prediction is this, they pull Ultimate over to whatever the next console is and support it the way you support Mario Kart 8. New characters, new stages, and maybe new mo mode. Hail Saturn. God, I could have bleeped that. I should have bleeped that. I should have gone, objection to Saturn, but you know. You pay me wages. Uh, what's in store for Smash Brothers? I think it'll be a long time. And will there be another one? Yes, there will. 100% there will. The The main problem that Nintendo are going to have when they want to make a new Smash Brothers is the licensing issues they're going to have. Because if you think about all this shit show they would have had to do to get all the, the current one. And I'm not looking at the Pokemon characters because they would come on. The, the Segas wouldn't be an issue. The Konami using their character. I don't think they're going to be the big issue. It's Disney are going to be the big one. You've got Sora. And the messing around, I believe, trying to get Sora onto the game would have been an absolute nightmare. And I say that because you look at one of the stages and in the background there's no Donald Duck and Goofy. It was like, we'll just give you the character and the Mickey Mouse chain. That's all you're getting. And I just can't see them letting anything else go past. And I just, I don't know if we'll get it to come to pass. It, it may have been written in a contract that this game can be ported to any new console. Because it worked with Mario Kart 8. And if you were to, you know, whatever the Switch 2 is, is going to be a Switch 2. It is going to be that sort of model. I can't see them straying away from that. I've, I have said with Smash Bros. and with Mario Kart, you don't need to change anything. Just add more to it. I think the models are perfect as they are. I think the game is perfect as it is. I think, yeah, as you said, just add more characters to it, more stages, and maybe a new one-player mode. That could be the only thing you could say. But apart from that, I wouldn't touch it. I really wouldn't. Because if we got a new Smash Brothers and you have to start bare bones again. Imagine if the game came out, a new game came out, and there was none of, like, there was no Cloud, there was no Sephiroth, no Banjo, no Ryu, no Ken. You go through the list, Pac-Man. It wouldn't be the same game. If those characters aren't all in it now, everyone's going to go, well, I'm just going to play the old one. The fact that everyone loves Ultimate is the fact that everybody was here. It was a final big collaboration of Sakurai's work. This needs to remain. And I fully believe, Keith, I am with you. It should be how they support Mario Kart 8. That's the best game selling game on the Switch for a reason. And it's a port. Do exactly the same. I'll buy it. If you put Smash Bros. Ultimate on the new Switch with new characters, I'll buy it straight away. I'll day dot, I'll buy it. 100% I will. Because I'm a thickle. But I will. I think everyone will. Pajama says, The Kirby episode is a great reminder that video game characters are food. Use food for a lot of different ways. Power-ups, health, restoring, transformations, etc. My question for you is, what bizarre video game food would you like to taste in real life? Personally, I'd like to try some Wumpa fruit. They always look tasty. So Wumpa fruit is from Crash Bandicoot. What fruit or what weird food would I like to... Hmm. I'm not a banana person. Take that as you will. I don't like bananas. I hate the consistency of them. It's never been for me. I always wanted... Do you know what? No, do you know what? I'm going to go with this. It's a bit of a cop-out, but I'm going to go with it. When I was younger, and it's not like I could have not done this, but I used to watch The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, that wasn't the other... There was Saturday AM Sonic. There were two different versions of that cartoon. I used to call them the Sky version used to get on TV and the free version. So the free version was The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and the Sky-only version was the Saturday AM Sonic show. Very, very different tones. And the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog one, very, very light tone. But he constantly, all he wanted was chili dogs. He's like, mmm, chili dog. It's all he wanted. And literally, he would do anything for a chili dog. He would cheat on his missus. He would do, you know, he'd literally sell the world for a chili dog. And it's not like I can't, couldn't go get a chili dog. 
If I wanted a chili, no, I could have got a chili dog. And the stupid thing is, I don't like chili. I hate it. I don't like, the, I don't like chili beans, which is pathetic. But I like chili, whatever they else. Just take the beans out again. It's consistency. So, <laughs> at the time, I can't. Oompa like, Oompa fruit's a good one. It is. I want Oompa fruit's a good one. Maybe some of the shit you see in like um, Mario World. Because I'm like, what the fuck is Yoshi eating? Eat some of that stuff. But I just would love to see some of this stuff that you have a chili dog. Actually, no, there's also the anime, isn't it, with Dragon Ball? Like, with their stuff that you look at Vegeta and Goku eat these huge, like, they're holding a bone, like, the huge piece of meat, and they just devour it in seconds. Oh, just give me some barbecue and some tomato sauce, and you let me have that as a dipping sauce. Oh, I'll be there all day. I won't eat it as fast as them. Obviously, you know, I've got the physical, you know, abilities of them. We all know this. I do have great beards, though. But... Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with the chili dog, even though I don't like chili, which is a bit of a weird question. I know it's weird. Um, making his first debut to the pod, Shaddock says, Hello, Danny, my fellow Sonic fan. I think if you still are. I am. Don't worry, I still am. This is my first question, which is relevant to Sonic, fan communities and smut, and a bit of a small story about me to know for your listeners. What, about an, what from another video game community broke your childhood or changed your viewpoint on that video game community slash fan base? Mine was that, uh, at the time, I was a big Sonic fan. While I was surfing the web and found some Sonic, Sonic comic series with smut content. Sonic Project X series. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't go down that route. Uh, I think for me, it was the Smash Brothers community. And it wasn't that... It, it, this. this there's always nice people, don't get me wrong. The majority of people in any video game community are nice. But what really upset me was that there were a lot of stories, and this is quite bad, but there was a lot of stories that were coming out, and it, the Pokemon's been the same, but mainly it's been Smash of, unfortunately, people who have taken advantage of other Smash Smash fans. And I don't know if they've actually ever been arrested or charged with any crimes. So it's all alleged. So there have been a lot of alleged incidents against children. And I'm not naming names because I don't know if anyone was arrested or charged. And you have to be very careful with this, with the legalities. Because if I say something and it's not been proven in court, I am up for um, libel, libel or slander. One of them is printed. I can't think of which one it was. Why, J.J. Jameson, you told me what it was in Spider-Man, which one it was. But I don't want to get sued. So there were a lot of alleged incidents where an older Smash Brothers player had sexually abused or taken advantage of a younger Smash Brothers player. Um, and it it's not nice to see stuff like that. I know Pokemon's had its things as well. I wouldn't wish that. And look, I'm a gamer, and I wasn't a, didn't have big gaming communities, so I wasn't ever seeing anything like this. I was kind of just playing with mates sort of thing, not going to these big conferences. But it kind of upsets me the idea that you know hiccups is four at the moment. But one day, if she wants to go down the video game world, am I? got to be careful about the people that she's hanging out with i know i would anyway but you never you know you always think maybe video gamers gamers wouldn't do that but obviously unfortunately it does happen i've just got to be a bit more vigilant of who i let round her and make sure i teach her to be more sensible it doesn't matter what community you could be with there are always unfortunately predators so yeah that's i know it's probably a different turn everyone probably thought that question was going to go but there are some sick fucks in this world um, just basically keep yourself safe, keep your kids safe, just know who your friends are with, who your, who your kids are with, make sure you know them, and just make sure you teach them well. That's all you can do. All right. Sorry, I know that was a bit dark. Um, 
yeah, bit weird one, but we. I'd, I'd like to think sometimes we do. Yeah, I am a twat. We all know that I'm a bellend and I'll mess around. And I take, I don't take myself seriously. I take my job seriously. And uh, when it comes to stuff like this, if it's a serious topic, I will be serious. I think I need to be because I don't want people to think I'm just this absolute moron who can't, you know, go through life without even being able to wipe his own asshole. But I, I do take when I see something really serious, like bullying sexual abuse, anything like that, you know, it's really bad, especially against children, I don't won't stand for it, bullying, I fucking hate bullying, because I used to be bullied when I was a kid, and I can't stand for it, so if I do see a serious topic, I will go down that rabbit hole, so I'm sorry if that was a bit darker tone, but yeah, there it was. Finally, Chris Copleen says, Chuck Smutty Satin Dud, I just picked up 8-bit Doze Neo Geo CD controller, and I have to say I'm in love with it. I've been playing quite a bit of the old King of Fighters games results, that makes me ask, what is your favourite Neo Geo fighting game and why? Uh, my answer to that is quite simple. I don't know because I've never played one. I know it's a bit of a shock horror when you come from the days when you only have so much money to buy a video game console. The Neo Geo was never on my radar. That's, so it's basically I should go play a Neo Geo. I, I, never, I don't think I've ever seen one. I've never seen anyone own one. So one day I may own a Neo Geo game and then I may play some old King of Fighters. Is that what I should be doing, people? Is that what I should... Tell me where I can hold these Neo Geos. I won't emulate it. I'll go buy one. As in, if I can buy it, if I can buy it and I can play it, I will buy it. So if I can get hold of one, we'll go from there. How about that? Does that sound fair? I think that sounds fair. But thank you very much, guys, for your questions. I really appreciate it. They are really good. Let's get into the news, shall we? We call this section Patch 81.0. Patch 81.0 is where I look at what's been going on in the gaming world and give you my thoughts on it. I've got about five stories this week, ranging from serious to complete stupidity, to be honest. Let's start with the stupidity. Absolute stupidity. The title just says it itself. A correctional officer allegedly steals Pokemon cards while still in uniform and gets arrested. Fuck's sake. So, there was a jailer in Alabama. His name was Officer Josh Hardy, and he went into his local Walmart, and is it his lo- Walmart? I mean, just make yeah, yeah. He went to his local Walmart in Oxford, Alabama, while still in uniform, and the dickhead basically opened some Pokemon cards, stuffed the contents in his pocket, and then walked out without paying. And then when they went to stop him, he just legged it. You dickhead! You absolute dickhead! What did you think? was going to happen in that situation. It is one of the most blatant things to open a pack of Pokemon cards and stuff them in your pocket. Those shit, that shit gets st- stolen all the time. I had to keep telling the staff of my local Kmart, yeah, we have Kmart here, stop putting the Pokemon cards here. Put them behind the counter. They will get nicked. Eventually, they listened. I'm not saying that was from my authority, but finally they understood. Pokemon cards get stolen all the time. And to do it in your uniform, you dickhead. At least if you're going to steal, steal properly. Not that I encourage that behavior, but come on. In your uniform, what are you playing at, sunshine? Have you got a brain? I don't think so. The thing is, he's opened a pack of cards. And there's no guarantee he got anything good. Like, he probably got something shit. So, we're talking recently here. 
So it's not going to be any really good sets. He's not going to be pulling any... Well, unless he's gone for a Giratina V. Otherwise, he ain't pulling like $400 bangers. I can't see that at the point. Oh, imagine doing that. Imagine you stole all that and all you got was like not even a hollow. Oh, you'd be filthy. You'd be filthy. You lost your job and you... Look, is he going to prison? No, he won't. He'll just be fine, guilt, guilty misdemeanor, whatever. If it's his, but he's lost his job. That's the big, you idiot. Because when you got a job in law enforcement, it's a pretty comfy job, really. I imagine there are perks. And once you've all done, you know, it's roughly, well, it's going to be well paid. Essentially, you've got a pension, insurance. You fucked that up, didn't you, sunshine? Dickhead. You know, that's what happens. Don't steal Pokemon cards, moron. Now, talking about Pokemon, there's one other story. Now, apparently, uh, basically, the Pokemon company is discussing their game quality and the release timing internally. Now, this was at the 2023 Pokemon World Championships. The Pokemon company COO, I'm going to butcher this, Takato Utsunomi. Now, Utsunomaya. Utsunomaya. If I've got that right, give me a cookie. Basically, he confirmed the team are having conversations about future releases. Now, obviously, it's got translated, but he said, I think in general, if you look at the past, the path we've taken up until now has been this constant release, always regularly releasing products on a fairly fixed kind of candidates, always having these products able to be introduced and new experiences for our customers. And that's how we've operated until now, which is true. I think we're still operating in that way, but there's more and more conversations as the development environments change about how we can continue to do this while making sure we're ensuring really quality products are always being introduced. And that is one thing Pokemon can't be guilty of, is that they do release products regularly. If you compare them to a lot of other franchises, they are throwing out products all the time. So many Pokemon games, like we're on Generation 9, as it is, and that is not even taken when some of them had extra games. So let's look at Generation 3. We had Emerald. One, we had Yellow. But then you could look at Pokemon um, Generation 5, which Black and White, Black and White 2. Then you can go to Generation 4, which had Diamond and Pearl, Platinum, and then Hot Gold, Soul Silver. So they constantly throw out games, but the problem everyone's always complained about is the quality of the games aren't that good. Like I've said, Scarlet and Violet, the the quality is terrible. There are a lot of bugs in that game, which are criminal. Ridiculous. I, I, I've i ranted long enough, and I'm not going to go on about it anymore, because it'd be ridiculous. But when you look at Scarlet and Violet, like a year before, not even a year before, we had Legends of Arceus came out, and then this comes out, and everyone now be expecting the next game to come out, and I do think sometimes you just need to slow it down. Slow shit down. Maybe this is a reason why Pokemon has been so good, and that's why it is the number one media franchise in the world, because they're constantly throwing products at us, and we keep buying them. So it's our own fault. We can't really complain too much, because we keep buying that shit. At the end of the day, companies you know, will react to people protesting with their feet and protesting with their wallet. And these games sell very, very well. As I mentioned a few weeks on the show, it's still these are the best-selling games. Like I think the, the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Sword and Shield are in their top ten. I don't know if Legends Arceus was, but they do very well. The Pokemon games will always sell well. I'd like to see a game with like Monster Hunter level quality, but you won't get that. Because Pokemon has that art style, which is not the hyper-realistic. You just won't get that. I think it's the environment that people are looking at and what they can do with it. Again, I'm not a programmer, but I'm sure people could argue it could be much better. It is going to be interesting to see what the Pokemon company do. You know, we're going into Generation 10 next. The DLC will be coming out soon. I want them to slow down. 
give it a few more years, let this game just cook a little bit longer, and let's see. Like, if I we got an announcement the next year, Generation 10's coming, I'll be filthy. I'll be like, that's ridiculous. Usually it's every four years. Four years? Well, maybe three. Every three years, I should say. I'm trying to work this out in my head, like... 27 years yeah every three years roughly a new generation comes out maybe we just need to slow it down just that little bit maybe just have a little thing just slow it down a little bit things that don't need to slow down luigi he's on a charge to be an absolute hero but not in the way you're probably thinking there's a video going around recently which is absolutely hilarious and it was someone was at the super nintendo world and they were proposed someone proposed someone proposed to his missus uh, a TikTok user. Oof. I if if I proposed to my missus in front of people, I'd say now the queen would slap my head off. She openly admitted, "You do this in front of people, I would kill you." We are married now, but I didn't do it in front of people because she would have killed me. And so they, it is funny though because you, you should look at look at the video. So there, she he's down on one knee, and Mario's like, "Oh, oh. he's not like, oh, he's like, mamma mia." And Luigi's just standing there, hands on hips, like, "I don't give a shit." Fuck this. And it's only right at the end when people start clapping. Then he goes, ah, oh, shit. You could probably see whoever the actor's inside going, ah, crap. But the fact that Luigi does not give an absolute toss is what's making the rounds. It's because there's just nothing. If it wasn't for the fact that Luigi wasn't giving a shit, this wouldn't be in, in the news. This wouldn't be making the rounds. But it's just Luigi doing, ah, fuck it. I've seen bigger things. I've seen more impressive things. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe they did it naked or something. Luigi might be more impressed. I, I don't know. Just the, if you're going to do it next time, maybe get naked. That might impress Luigi. Okay, something that is going to impress me. Oh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Oh, we all know that game impresses me. Now, I mentioned it uh, a few weeks ago that Yujimbo, uh, Yujimbo, I can't remember that, the rabbit, the samurai rabbit was coming to the game. And the way it was worded was like DLC characters. And I was like, hang on, that's not singular, that's plural. There's going to be another one. And they have finally released a new trailer. And it is going to be a second character of Karai, who is the Shredder's daughter or adopted daughter, depending on what canon you're in. Uh, Karai is going to be joining the fight. But she looks crazy. But what's cool about it, there's going to be more levels. There's going to be additional skins, which is what I was always wondering. Were they going to do skins now? It's hard to see just from the trailer what skins are going to be, but it looks like it's going to be like that black and white-esque with all the just the different color headbands. That's where you're going to know the difference. It looks like they're going to have their original skinned color. So for whatever people think, I think it depends on the canon. I don't think the turtles are necessarily all brothers because they have different skin tones. Which wouldn't be the, the drastically different skin tones, especially in like the original cartoons. And I know in like the 2003, they definitely had different skin tones, which would only say that the different types of turtle. Just putting it out there, other people could argue with me. But it's going to be cool if they could do that. Now, from what I've seen, it's just the kind of skin things. I'd like to see them do, like, the, in the Archie comics, Raphael had, like, a full-blown ninja suit. We had, like, Old Man Leo, Old Man Donnie. Uh, Michelangelo has been a superhero before. So I'd like to see if they start doing different costumes of them. That would be really cool if we could see that. Or some other iterations of the other versions of the Turtles. I don't know how that would work. 
where that's even possible. Like, for example, can we have, like, you know, we've got the original 1987 one. Can we have uh, a, 19, a 2003 one, a 2009, 2007 one? Will that be even possible? I don't know. But for now, I'm happy with just getting new skins and new palette swaps. I am liking that, and I'm looking forward to getting this. I don't know if there's going to be any more. I don't think there will. I think it comes out in, like, a week. So I don't, I think that will be it for now. Uh, and again, depending on how this sells, will be whether we get more characters. And I think more could be. I'd love to see, um, um, what's her bloody name? Jenica, the or even Venus. I would not mind seeing more turtles in there. That'd be interesting. But again, they weren't part of the bit part of their original TV series. So I'll have to wait and see on that one. Okay, final thing we're going to talk about. Overwatch 2 is Steam's worst user game reviewed, reviewed, worst user reviewed game of all time. But for a surprising reason. Now, this is a little complicated one, but just stay with me. I know there have been problems with, you know, the microtransactions and all that bollocks. But the reason why this thing is getting essentially review bombed is because of China. China is basically causing problems. But I can understand the logistics of this one. So Chinese players have been unable to play Overwatch 2. And this has been for nearly eight months because... They had a contract, there was a distribution agreement between Blizzard and a company called NetEase. And it was basically, it was very messy. And they were having a go at each other. But because of this, you can't play, you couldn't play Overwatch. Now, with Overwatch 2 arrival on Steam, because they were looking for a distribution um, partner, they got it on Steam. And so this is the first time that they can actually play it. However, the problem was... There, because it was now going through Steam and not through NetEase, players were frustrated. They couldn't access their original accounts from Overwatch 1, so they have to start all over again. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, yeah, and I can imagine for people who have been playing the game for a long time. Ugh. That's not good. Yeah, and... Look, I feel sorry for anyone who loves their video games. So this is, I can understand it. It's a legitimate thing. But essentially, is it Overwatch 2 fault? Whose fault is it? Is it Blizzard's? Is it their problem? You never, we're never going to know the actual ins and outs of it. It's one of those things that will hidden behind closed doors. Both sides of the argument, NetEase and Blizzard, have basically put it out. It's each other's fault. So it, it sounds horrible for those Chinese players. You've just got to suck up. Suck it up and deal with it. It's a shit situation. But there's no point review bombing the game. As if you want to, if, if that's the reason, it's annoying, but you're not going to be able to change it. I do. I think it's shit. Yeah, I think it's shit. But if you want more people to play your game, stop review bombing it. Nothing's going to change. I, me personally, I just suck it up and go, that's shit. Get on with it. But everyone, everyone has their own point. If people go, fucking hell, no, that's bullshit. They should be able to do this. Blizzard's fault. That's, that's you. That's you. That ain't me. You know me. You all know me. Sometimes there are things to pick your battles and fight. For me, this isn't one of them. This is one of those things, ah, fuck it. Whenever we get an answer to this, let's just move on. There's bigger things to fight. But no one died at the end of the day. As, as one of my main phrases, no one died. That's what I say in working in football all the time. No one died. Or when the ball does, you know, everyone's panicking because we went for a corner. Did they go in the goal? Don't worry about it. No one died. Move on. So that's all it. Right. That is the new section. All done and dusted. Okay, let's move into our free section, which everyone can play, which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh -huh.
So stick to Between Joe is your free section that anyone can play. You don't have to be a member of Patreon. I just take a few comments off Facebook that I put up uh, through the Facebook group. I think it's like uh, Game is Over 30 or something like that. There's another one I'm on. Like something over 30 and then we get a few hits. Okay, so Jonathan Lung says, Rage, never could finish the story mode of F-Zero GX. Yes, yes, we've had that. I know, I'm exactly the same. I couldn't do it either. Even when I resorted to using action replay, none of the cheat codes would have helped in that final chapter anyway. Is that like it's like the, de it's the devil in it? Though that is infuriating, I still want another heavy story F-Zero game, but not like those GBA ones games based on the mid-tier F-Zero anime. 100%, yeah, there was an F-Zero anime, and that was like the last game that came out was based on that anime on the Game Boy Advance. No, I'm with you. I want a story-heavy F-Zero mode. Great. Bring it on. But we all know Nintendo don't like F-Zero anymore. Give it to someone else. We keep saying this. Give it to someone else. But I'm 100% with you. Give me another story version of F-Zero. I fucking love it. Or just re-release F-Zero GX. Just do that. And I'll be happy. Just a, just a harmless potato said, I just got that. I, <laughs> I, I thought his name was Justin. Just a harmless potato says, losing to Wizpig in Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, we all know that feeling that Fucking cheating shit. He's a cheating shit because of the rubber banding. Absolute wanker. If you played Diddy Kong Racing, you played against Wizpig, you'll know exactly what I mean. Cheating bastard. That's what he is. Audrey, I might butcher this. Adriani Erios Sendali? Beating Super Metroid under 50 minutes made me happy and took shots of whiskey to celebrate. Five claps for you, five claps for you, because I've never beaten Super Metroid. It's on my list of things to do, and I am due to play. I do have a Metroid. We have done Metroid Fusion. We haven't recorded the episode as of yet. I do have a guest for that. They know it's in their pile. I say <laughs> their pile. They've got so many. Um, but we do have a guest for that, and it just needs to be recorded. But Super Metroid eventually uh, will be done. I promise you it will be done. And so I'm looking forward to that. Will I do it in under 50 minutes? No. No, so if you, wow, I, I'm going to eventually finish it and I'll look at that time and then hurt myself because that's, that's upsetting. That's just, well done. Nicholas Bird says, Rage, attempting lethal difficulty on Ghost of Tsushima, fuck the archers. Success, unironically beating my first demon level in Geometry Dash deadlocked. Okay, Ghost of Tsushima, I have that. I bought it because it was cheap on Amazon. I bought the director's edition. Just haven't got around to playing it. I've heard it's a really, really good game. Um, I'd just be happy to just finish it, I think. I'd just be very, very happy. So if you're trying Lethal Difficulty, woo! New, new, new. I assume that's like one of those, you die by an arch, by an arrow, you're dead. Like I took an arrow to the knee, and that'll be the end of you. Uh, I don't know what Geometry Dash is. I have no idea what that is. Someone tell me that. Is that going to scare me? Is that a game which is going to horrify me? I assume it will be. You know things scare me. Video games definitely do scare me. Gaz Cormac says, Made it to Master Rank on Street Fighter 6. Only 2.2% of the user base are Master Rank. Really exceeding my expectations. Well done. Five claps for you. Well done, sir. And he's done it with the Honda. So well done. But my question to you, if you'd listened to the DLC episode, did you do it blind? <laughs> If you didn't do it blind, you ain't good enough. <laughs> do that shit blind like Sven. Do it like him. But well done getting to Master Rank. I'm not up there. I'm st I need to go back to it and crack in. But well done getting to Master Rank. That must have been a huge grind. Now you've got to stay up there. Now you've got to stay up to Master Rank. Because that's going to be the key. 
Oof, two point. I'd love to know. It says two point two percent. I'm not taking that away from you. I'd love to know how many that is. Like how many players actually is two point two percent? Because I know it sold quite a few million. So it will be interesting to see. And finally, Stephen Nicholson says, yesterday in the Pokemon TCG game, which is a card game, I had a plus power on a Krabby, and instead of using Iron Grip, I accidentally double tapped a button using Call for Family. Huge blunder. Oh, that's devastating. So I know what he means because I finished this. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's annoying. So you basically with plus power basically gives um, a Pokemon, like I think it's an extra 10 damage. They could do an extra 10 damage that turn. And it's only for that one turn. So he's basically used the ability button and gone, ah, oh, no, which is free. He's like, no. So you call for more Krabbies. It's like, so if you got one and you deck and then it brings it into the hand, it's like, no, I didn't need that. So that plus power's gone. And you're like, no. And you're like, shit. Oh, I've done that before. I, I did that. But then I figured out what bet I kind of went, oh, I know what deck I need. And I just won. It's, once you know the deck you need, you win. Let's put it like that. Uh, I, it wasn't Krabbies. I'll tell you that now. It was mainly Scyther's Electrobuzz, and it wasn't Magma. Oh, who was it? Scyther, Electrobuzz. Oh, I can't figure out who it was. I will. It'll come to me. It's like three. You only need three Pokemon to just dominate that game. And it's really annoying me that I can't figure it out what it was. It's not Tauros. It will. It's not one of the main stars. Who is he? Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan, Scyther, and Electrobuzz. It's all you need to win that game. Just trust me. You just need those three Pokemon. You do. And that is it for Sticky Dubby Jinjo. Now, I'm sorry I didn't read everyone's comments. I have kept a collection of them, and I will save them for next week. Okay, let's get into our final Patreon section, which is free... No, it's not free... Okay, let's get into our final Patreon section, which is called Survive or Die. Hey, listen... Survival Die is our Patreon section where basically each week we have either two contestants, they could be either video game characters, video games themselves, franchises, mechanics, anything. And we have them sat before Mr. Jeffrey D. Morgan, who is sitting there with his Shao Kahn hammer dressed in his Earthworm gym suit. And we ask the question, which one of them should have their brain slashed in and which one of them should live to fight another day? Now, considering we are talking Tekken, and there's an amazing scene in that film where you see Kazuya's dive out the window and his hair suddenly just goes all floppy. It's like, oh, it's, his hair isn't just stuck up all the time. It got me thinking, let's talk about hair. Yeah, it's a huge, unusual one, but it's what we're going to go with. And we're going with Kazuya. Kazuya's hair, is that one of the most iconic hair? Or is it Goku? Goku's hair. I, I thought of other video game characters, but I thought, no, fuck it. I should have gone with Cloud, really, shouldn't I? Cloud Strife, that should have been who I should have gone with, but I went with Goku. His hairstyle's way more iconic. Not the Super Saiyan version, just bog-standard Goku. I know he's not a video game character if anyone comes at me. I don't care. All right. This is the first time I get to say this on the show. The first time I get to say this. I got... Because I'll try and do six. I got more than I can read out. So thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much. I got more than six, so I only read six, so I couldn't read everyone's out. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. It's big to say that. All right, let's go through them. Captain N says, Goku, period. Next question. Oh, hey. Straight to the point. 
straight to the point. Can't mess around with Captain on that one. Storm Beagle says, I always try to figure out what the hell was going on with Goku's hair as a kid, but it's iconic. Goku wins this one easily. Yeah, I think he literally came out the womb looking like that with our hair. It hasn't changed since a baby, but Saiyan's hair doesn't grow. This uh, hair stays the same from literally birth. The only thing which does grow is moustaches and beards. That's the only thing they can grow. The hairstyle doesn't change. Unlike Gohans, Gotens and Trunks, that does change because they've got the uh, human side in them. Pajama says, Goku is too much of a prima donna. Every time he transforms, he just has to change his hairstyle. Surely the world ending threat in front of him should warn him using all his power to a fight. But no, Goku just has to use some of his transformation energy just to restyle his hair. Bloody wanker. <laughs> I like that. On the other hand, I'm pretty sure Kazuya wears his hair like that, so he might just poke someone's eye out during a fight. Which I appreciate, so Goku goes bald and Kazuya can go on to poke some more eyes. Yeah, I... So Goku's hair does change every transformation. That's always like, what colour is it going to get this time? And we're currently on white. White's the... Well, I, he's kind of gone back to black. So it's been white and it's gone a bit back to black if you read the manga. Now, Cassia must use a ridiculous amount of um, product to get it that like that. Again, you watch the, map, the the this motion picture, you can see a scene, he falls in the water, his hair goes down. So clearly that is not his natural hairstyle goes down. So he must use something to get it back up. That again, you clip that however you want. So yeah, so it's two one at the moment. So go yeah, basically because you just want to poke someone's eye out, don't you, pajama, you sick fuck. Keith says, Kazuya is one step away from trying to top his hair off like a trash bag and sitting in a G-tracing gaming chair talking about his Fortnite wins. Probably playing as Goku. Goku is in Fortnite. Goku wins. Jesus Christ. Someone went through the rambling bin there, didn't we? <laughs> I love how he's just... I just... The G-tracing. Could have said gaming chair. No, that's a particular model. That I'm not sat on a G... Literally this chair. If we've been here, right... This thing creaks. This is like a $20 chair that I picked up off um, Facebook that I was like, oh, I need, I need a chair for the O. Ah, 20 bucks, that'll do. And it's so broken. I literally have a cushion that sits behind me all the whole time. And I've had to put um, like tape on one of the seats because it literally this thing will spike me in the ass. So this is the most broken chair ever. But I love it. So... We keep the creak. I always wonder, no one's ever commented, but do you ever hear the creak in, in the video? Because I hear, I hear it sometimes. And so if you ever wondered that is, I, I have a creak. and It's not changing. I will forever do this podcast. For as long as I live, I say that now. The wife will make me throw it out one day. and I'll be very sad. I want to try and keep this chair around. It's great. And Shaddock says, well, my pick for survival will be Goku's hair because his hair could be interchangeable, able to suit its user's needs. More spikier, more deadlier. Yes, it does go spikier depending on what it is. So what do you mean by that? If you go Super Saiyan 1 to Super Saiyan 2, Super Saiyan 2 are definitely spikier. And Super Saiyan 3, he gets shit ton more. It just, he goes loads of hair. I don't know why that happens. Like, why he loses his eyebrows, I've never understood. This, no one's ever explained that to me, but he gets more hair. So yeah, he can get more hair depending on what he needs. Super Saiyan 9 will probably just be bald. He'll go full Krillin. And finally, Raging Demon says, Well, let's start by saying the only one who actually styles their hair, it seems, is Kazuya. Correct. Kazuya's hair looks like a track looks like a track cycling helmet, which means he's more aerodynamic. Jeffrey, get the clippers for Goku-san, please. <laughs> That's how he's thinking when he's putting this on. What's the aerodynamics of this hair? If he was thinking about aerodynamics, he'd just shave his head. 
surely. But he does look like he's got like a proper cycling helmet on, like a yeah, track cycling. I like that. <laughs> All right, so the score is four two to Goku. Which what to, for Goku to survive and Kazier to get it smashed? It's gonna have to be clipped, isn't it? Because even if Jeffrey was to smash it with a hammer, it's just this hair, isn't it? Um. Oh, Jesus Christ, imagine that. Putting your hair out, right? And he's just going to smash your hair. So he's literally inches, not even inches, like literally millimeters away with a hammer. Oh, that would scare the shit out of me. Uh, who am I going to go with? Oh, no, Kazuya, your hair's got to go. I've got to stay with Goku. That hair is iconic as fuck. You, that hairstyle is absolutely incredible. I, I love Goku's hair from the moment it was in Dragon Ball. It's just iconic as anything. Like, I couldn't see him. Like, there's a scene where Goku does security. It's hilarious because you're like, oh my god, he can style it. And it just seems so weird. But I'm definitely with the that's there, especially with the Super Saiyan. And it's always the hardest thing, isn't it, when it comes to actually making a movie? What's it going to look like? Because it'll look an absolute mess. But there we go. It can be a thing. All right. Thank you very much, guys. I really do appreciate it. We'll try and think of something stupid for next week. Okay, so what have I been up to? Um... Quite a bit, actually. Quite a bit of I've been up to. I know I've usually been working and I have. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, myself and the Queen became Australian citizens. We got our citizenship. We've done five. We've done four years. We're on five now. We're at, well, we're, we're soon to have our fifth done. But we did all the paperwork and we are now citizens. We had our full big ceremony. All good. Me and the family went. My auntie and uncle came. Her mum and sister came and hiccups came. A great time. Great day. Uh, yeah, really, really fun time. A nice time to be with the family. And one of my mates was doing it as well, Loic. So congratulations to Loic. Uh, I didn't realise we, we both, because he's, he's come from Italy. Uh, Belgium, Italy, France. He, he makes up where he comes from. But he was getting his citizenship. So yeah, full Aussies. But it means it's basically if we ever decide to go back to the UK, we have that freedom now. We can do as we will. And it's just good to get it, because now we can support both teams. Although I don't. Um, what else have I got up to? Well, I a new Pokemon set came out. Uh, Pokemon Obsidian Flame. And I bought a box, one from a sealed collection and one to open. Because it looked a fun set. Opened it, pulled the Charizard I wanted, the main Charizard card. I was like, oh dear, done. The only card you get profit off. I was like, boom, done. So the other one's been sealed, left away. You won't see that for 14 years. So bloody hell, my luck is going quite well. And on Wednesday, keeps going, me and the missus and her sister went out to watch the World Cup semi-final, England versus Australia. I was supporting England because we all know England till I die. And England won. Unbelievable. And it was good game management. We're getting some dirty looks. I don't care. But then I got a text off one of my best mates, one of my best men, Tom. And he basically said, Dan, 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 Dan. And through his work, he managed to get me tickets for the FA Cup final. I, holy shit. Holy shit. So me and the missus are going tonight. We'll, well, by the time this comes out, it, the, the, it would have been recorded. The final's all done. England probably lost and I'll cry. But we're off to the stadium. We're off to Sydney, Australia to go watch it. So very, very, very excited. Uh, can't wait. My first ever cup final, really. And this is the first final England have been in. Men or, men or women, uh, male or female, since 1966. So very, very excited. So can't wait getting in the party mood. Really am. All right. Now I've been talking for quite a lot. Let's get your thoughts on the Tekken anime film. Captain N says, this isn't a video game, but it's a reference to one. And I couldn't agree more. Now, he's right. Can't go wrong with that one. Shaddock says, well, that's a first. I never knew there was an anime about Tekken. Well, now you do. You're learning something new every day. That's what I'm here for. Raging Demon, and my guest, he says, this is top shelf cinema. An incorrectly installed shelf that's not enough, that's not level enough to put good films on. He's got a point. He's got a point. 
And finally, Chris Copleen says, this movie wasn't terrible, I think. It wasn't as good as Street Fighter, that's for damn sure. And you're damn right. You're damn right it's not as good as a Street Fighter film. I'll tell you that right now. All right, I have been going on long enough. Let's get into the main episode. I'm going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and Raging Demon and Chaotic Jim from the Command List podcast are going to be talking about Tekken, the motion picture, which first came out in January 1998. <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm old. Save it, save it, save it. Hang on, okay, hang on. We're already starting on a low point because we're already laughing off air. Because um, returning once more to the show is Raging Demon and Chaotic Jim from the Command List podcast. How are you guys? Pretty good, mate, pretty good. I hope you're well. <laughs> oh, 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 this is our inaugural, an inaugural episode where we are looking at a movie video game filled bollocks thing. And... Our first one, you wanted to do this. You said, let's do Tekken, the animated film. I was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> the, fir- the first thing I asked was, like, which one? Like, are we are we doing the Netflix one or what? And then he says, no, nah, no, nah, we're do- doing the original. Oh. Well, there's, like, oh, yeah. the- oh, there's three of them, right? Man. There's three of them. There's the Netflix one. Then there's yep. one, the one that I talked to you about, Danny, that was on the 3DS cartridge for... Tekken Bloodlines. Uh, 3D Prime or whatever it's called. Yeah, Bloodlines. And then there's the OG. This. The OG <laughs> one. The motion picture. Um, oh, God. So, oh. Yeah, oh, oh God, in- indeed. Yeah. And <laughs> so how we do these movie sections. Now, I listened to another podcast and they were talking about Fatal Fury 2 because I just watched yeah. that film. And they went through scene by scene, and I was pissing myself. I can't remember what it was called, but I was pissed. And if, when I do figure out what that podcast is called, I'll, I'll comment because it was hilarious. And I thought, well, that's a good way of doing this. Rather than just saying a simple review, we're going to go through this whole film scene by scene. So do not fret if you've not seen this film. You're going to get a whole recap of the whole thing here today. That's how you'll, we're doing it. You'll get more value out of this than watching it. Definitely. Don't right. worry about so, watching it because we've done that for you. We'll say Yeah, that. we yeah. have done it for you. <laughs> oh God. Bleach right. my eyes. Is it, do you know what? And it starts immediately, but it's not even your eyes, it's your ears get bleached because I have a <laughs> I have a fucking problem with this opening sentence. Right. I'm gonna read the narration, right? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Danny, do do you podcast in the name of God or is podcasting <laughs> a true act? <laughs> it's just, right. I'm gonna. This is this is the narration how they start the you know they try and gear you up is I'm gonna try and be as epic as possible. Since the beginning of history, people have fought in the name of God, bending to the invented demands of the fickle deity and screaming for righteousness. They once only spilled the blood of their enemies as well their own. The purpose behind this bloodshed, however, goes beyond simple explanations of religions or notions of justice. The truth is buried deep within those who wage wars. Since the birth of this planet, a memory has become deeply engraved onto the genes of all living things. A memory of aggression as a means of survival. A memory of fighting. Humans seek to defend their actions in their truth. 
I have no problem with any of that. No qualms with any of that opening sentence. It's the next bit, which I'm like, what the fuck is someone smoking? Which yeah. continues. <laughs> the act of fighting is in itself truth. Without this truth, the fighter will perish. To learn the way, ask your own flesh and blood. Because one's flesh is the door to the truth. To master the way, ask your own ken or fist. Because complete knowledge of one's flesh, blood and fist is what creates one's tekken. And tekken is the key to life. I was like, what the fuck? Keep in mind, someone's very proud of writing this. So- <laughs> <laughs> they tried their best. And what did they mean? Look, sometimes it, your so, best ain't enough, right? It's so 90s fucking anime. Like, I, <laughs> I just... I, if, if they put some, you know, translation fuck-ups in there, that'd be brilliant. Cult classic. But, but this isn't... It, it doesn't feel no. translated. No, it's not. And, and that's the thing. Like they, they had a pretty good grasp of English, but it's just so fucking convoluted. It's like the, the Final Fantasy plot. But what's your own Ken? What's Ken? And then creates Tekken? What the fuck? What's that? Yeah. yeah. I, did, I always thought well, it Ken was Ken is fist, right? fist, but, you know, it, it, apparently uh, Tekken is life. Tekken, yeah. yeah, apparently Tekken's well, life. I mean, it says, if without, the tr- without this truth, the fight will perish. What do you mean? What do you mean? They'll just crumple away and go, meh. I've got to go back to training, otherwise I'll die. Lots of people (laughs) are getting on quite nicely and not perishing, having no knowledge of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Jackie Chan sits there and goes, better know what my tech it is. Oh, fuck. Oh, and he just becomes, it implodes. (laughs) I die now. (laughs) Look, and... I'm a massive fan of Tekken. That is not a secret at all. It is my favourite game franchise, just full stop. I was pumped that there was a Tekken movie, and wow. <laughs> that is yeah, not Tekken at all, that I, opening. You know, like, I thought he faded away there. I was like, it, I, he's I did when I watched Tekken. this. I did, I did. I lost my Tekken fucking watching this movie, right? <laughs> a, t- a tiny piece of your soul has just been stripped away. Yeah, so it, 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 it is. It, it is a stripped. I agree with you completely. It, it, it's just oh. look. It is. It's oh, not. Never it's, meet your heroes. <laughs> it's inspired by <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is a Lambo, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> this so is the film. Oh. The, the film now goes on, right? So we actually have now the, the main thing where you've got it clearly looks like Kazuya and a young girl who are basically... She's like, oh, the rabbit got killed by the bobcat. And he's just like, ah, fuck it. It's only fucking rabbit. Shut mo- Stop moaning, bitch. I'll sort that out. And then you look at his eyebrows. You're like, holy shit, that is Kazuya with those eyebrows. They are oh, yeah. bad. That, yeah. It's it's, it's kind of like they got Heihachi's hair and then glued it on his eyebrows. <laughs> they really are. They are the worst eyebrows. I know he has bushy eyebrows for anyone says, but this is like, you know, when you go to like a character creation screen, make eyebrows, <laughs> maximum 10. Yeah, yeah. Download a mod so you can you can extend the sliders way out. It's supposedly inspired by the Street Fighter 1, right? Now, the Street Fighter 1 came out four years before this and was much, much better, right? Oh, much, much <laughs> the better. animation was much, much better. The animation in this movie has a it's rocky shite. start, to say the least, right? <laughs> Doesn't get any better. So you, you see Hayachi basically trying to comfort this girl. Sorry, Kazuya. And then Hayachi appears, right? And then he basically grabs Kazuya and goes, Stop fucking 
playing. You've got more shit to do. And he's like, you're more important things. And then basically takes him to a cliff. And then he says, right, again, I dispute this. He says, lions throw their cubs over a cliff and raise only the ones that get back up. I was like, do they? I don't think do- they do. <laughs> I don't think they do. I've never uh, seen that shit in Africa. It wasn't just, in The Lion King. Just to clarify. Yeah, monkeys do right? The Lion King. I, lions don't throw their cubs over cliffs, right? They throw their brothers over cliffs. Okay? <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I watched this documentary. It's I think it's like um, Disney or something. They... You know, they had an animated documentary, fair enough, but you know, <laughs> one of them threw the other one off the, you know, off bastard. the cliff into it. Uh, well, it's a bit, don't yeah, Bab, they sub it out to baboons to do it anyway. Yeah, they just get them to yeah, do it, yeah, so yeah. all bullshit. So he throws off Kazuya, and then that's like, basically, he's like, uh, falling, and then a woman wakes up, and she's like, oh, it was just a dream. I'm having that dream again. Why am I having that dream again? And then she goes into a drawer, finds this pendant which Kazuya had on, and then I know I don't know if you noticed this, but she's standing there looking at the pendant. I was like, "Fucking hell! You've got the longest legs I've ever seen in my I life." I thought the same fucking thing. Like I, <laughs> I paused it on that right, and I was sort of I used used like my uh, my hand, and I was like, "Hang on, so your legs are like the same length as like." You know, half of my hand here, but then your head is like the length of my pinky. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? Like, I, I don't understand this. It's breaking physics. This don't make any fucking sense. Look, if I have... had her legs, I'd be about nine foot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, like, I'm assuming since they're animators, they they're aware of this, right? When you do when you do art at school, you they think... kind of teach you how do the fucking ratios work. They're like, well, the not the eyes are in the center of the head, and then the arms length is about the same height as the person, and they go through all this shit with you so you can draw a person to scale, right? Yeah, yeah, the Vitruvian man. It, These... It's like it, it. There you go. It's it's perfectly fucking laid out for you, like with the circle and the naked dude and stuff. It's proportional, but then this bitch. Like she, <laughs> fucking hell, she could she could head kick you from across the street. Does anyone not think it's a little odd she's thought about that moment for like twenty years? Yeah, just oh, a little. You know, the judge said you had to stay one hundred and fifty meters away at all fucking times, right? <laughs> That's why she extended her legs. So, yeah. ah, you, it's just not my fault. My legs are that big. Yeah, so two steps away. <laughs> so it, it goes the next day. And it turns out that girl is John, and, or Yoon, however you want to pronounce it. I say John. Um, and it turns out she works for a government agency. It doesn't say which government agency it is. It's just a government agency. And All right. her boss, who does like the typical glasses, lifters glasses thing, basically says, the fishermen have got her quite excited because they found a dinosaur uh, skeleton. It's like, of course they have. Of course they have. That's how we're starting this. A dinosaur skeleton. Right. And this is where this is where the first fucking one of my notes kicks in, right? She's a DNA expert. She just fucking passively looks at that and goes, "Oh yeah, that's all fucking strange. That has to be, you know." And and she's <laughs> a secret agent, Interpol. What? No one ever really explains what it is. She's some sort of she detective. She works for the tax office. Yeah, like I mean, you know, so she's gonna be a genetic expert, like you know. Makes she's sense. the Chun Li of this movie, right? Yeah. There. Like she's just there. She's just there. 
and she just works as government agency. But yeah, she's not asked about the fact there's a dinosaur. You know, most people would be like, holy shit, it's Jurassic Park. No, no, just don't give a shit. But then this guy goes to her, ever heard of the Mashi- uh, Mashima, Mashima con- uh, conglomerate? And she goes, yes, they've, they, they have 70% of the world's defense. As if she wouldn't know that working for government agency. It's like... I don't think you need to ask her the question. That's such a ridiculous thing. That's like saying, hmm, do you know who put most of our stuff in computers? What's that? Microsoft? Of course I do. Like, fuck off. Have you ever heard of Raytheon? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're a defense expert or whatever. You know, it, it ridiculous. Just, yeah, it is obviously fourth wall, like, trying to explain to us shit, you know, like, oh, for people man. who've never played the game, uh, who have no so fucking idea, right? Yeah. yeah that so is so exposition heavy. So Every much. conversation is just a chance to explain the interaction between these two characters. Yeah, every character. So he, he basically goes, I want you to investigate. Here is a ticket to Tekken. And he's, she's like, oh, and it's got my name on it. And so that's, a, oh, I've got invited to this hey, tournament. Wait. And she doesn't even question it. No, and she's not only an expert in DNA and isn't even doesn't even bat an eyelid about it being a dinosaur. Mm. She's... <laughs> Or a detective who works for some international police force. She's also an expert at martial arts. Yes, correct. She just happens to be that. And then we see that in the next scene because she's basically... Um, oh, no, no, sorry. There's more. There's more oh, to this bullshit. More. Yep. There's more to this bullshit. Because um, they say about Haihachi. And then she goes, oh, Haihachi. Uh, not many have seen him, but he's a legend in the martial arts world. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Do you mean not many have seen him, but he's a legend? Well, obviously people have seen him then, haven't you? This, it's bullshit. Uh, uh, I've got an idea. Maybe he's like Shen Long. Everybody's oh. fucking heard about him, but nobody's oh. ever fucking seen the guy. But yeah, you have to yeah, defeat be- someone else, yeah, before you can you fight him. My Shen Long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a theory. Well, call myself stumped. I'm, I'm one to put my hand up and apologise. I'll... You got me there. You got me there, Jim. That's a good one. But let's not forget, <laughs> I'm, there's I'm no social media. Me, you know, this, uh, how, how can you be world famous and nobody's fucking ever seen you? Yeah, exactly. Well, as as, as Ragin said, there's no social media. Get him, If there was social media, hey, actually, he'd be definitely on Twitter. He'd oh, definitely yeah. be all over it. Because then, apparently, the tournament offers $1 billion to the winner. A billion yeah, still not a joke now, right? No. <laughs> One billion back in the 1998 or whenever this came out. It was like, right, so yeah. yeah. One yeah, billion. Right. So that's that's around about 3.8 billion today. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> did, you actually do, did you actually go on an inflation calculator and did you just throw that one out there? No, no, no. It's, it's just with the... I sort of went off of um, the cost of living. Yeah. So, you know. It'd be around three the Big Mac. Billion. The Big Mac. Yeah, that's 20, 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 how, bucks. How much, how, much was the, how much was a Big Mac in 1990? And then how much is it now? There's yeah. your scale, everybody. Pretty much. Well, hey, it's not it's not far off. Like, it used to be like two ninety five, And then now it's like eight bucks or something. There we go. That's how you prove all maths in this show. Any anime maths we now from do on is the Big Mac scale. What's the best, yeah. What was the Big Mac scale? The Big Mac in index. Said yeah. <laughs> so basically then you see John on like a pier or somewhere standing and she suddenly gets jumped by Lei 
uh, who basically tries to... Well, she dodges the attack. And I just, like this bit. And he's yeah, like, yeah, I just wanted to see how good you were. And she's just like, piss off. Absolutely shut up, you sexist bastard. Right. I was like, whoa. Not only is he sexist, he can't even hit a woman from behind while she's daydreaming. Yeah, she was not paying attention. She was was like, fair enough. (laughs) I like the fact he just walks up to a random woman and tries to punch her in the ass. What if he got it wrong? (laughs) What if he got it wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, bitch. Just just a random woman who looks... I mean, she's brunette, right? She's brunette. She's got medium length hair. She's... You could act. There's a could lot of people fitting that description, right? Yeah, this is like some Grand Theft Auto shit. Just walking down the road, just punching people. Hey, that's Street Fighter Six. Maybe that's where they got it from. Yeah, you yeah. Put yeah. in that game. Old ladies, oh. fucking doesn't matter, mate. The guy you and buy buy your food off of the street vendor and then fight him. Do you know what happens? If back. You yeah. try to punch a cop. You get. You're fucking ass shot. That's what happens. <laughs> you don't get in a mutual fight, like a friendly rivalry with the cop and fight them and not come back. You know what I mean? It just... Yeah, I think there's yeah. some consequences there. <laughs> I'll try that tomorrow. Just try and adoke in a cop and just see what happens. <laughs> Spinning to a kick. And just... <laughs> so she ba- oh, he basically fuck. wants to test her and then after she gets a bit pissed off she's, he goes right we need to work we're told we need to work together and she just goes don't get in my way why you've got orders stop being a bitch she doesn't ask for credentials or nothing <laughs> let me see the orders value. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking brilliant and next you see the next scene we're going for the whole thing we are going for the whole you see Lee who is Heihachi's uh, adopted son he's with Nina having a chat and basically there's nothing funny about that she just says or he just says I don't want I want Kazuya dead I don't want my adopted brother to or sorry my, my brother to get to the tournament then that's it and then it goes to um, a flashback of Kazuya who's in a hotel room and you see him getting up off the cliff like from a child and then he, he wakes up and then he starts getting um, the like the door, devil starts talking to him, and he's, and then you see him like as an adult, huge eyebrows, big roughly voice, and he goes, "Hmm, it's that sinister feeling inside." I was like, "Oh, for fuck off with your exposition!" It's you don't. Vo- who vocalizes that in bed? Who sits up and goes, "Hmm, that feeling inside." Nobody. It's internal voice. I don't know. Fun fact: he voices one of the zoonoids in the Guyver. Of course he fucking does. Josie. Of course he does. Yeah, and. Which- and- I'm trying to think of which one it was. I, I don't know. I looked it up because it's like, that voice sounds a little... You know, he, they're all kind of like B-listers, right? Is it one of the, one of the hyperzoanoids or one of the Yeah, yeah, it's rats. one of the ones that's in quite a lot of the episodes. One that doesn't die straight away, right? Well, manga were the publishers, uh, so yeah. I wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Fucking hell. And when I looked up the voice actors, every single one of them had a sort of their claim to fame this movie, and I was like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, imagine living off that. Yeah, I was in the Deccan movie. Oh, fuck. The, the the Netflix one? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like every fucking chef in uh, in a fighting game. Oh, their their claim to fame is they got beaten in a tournament and then went broke. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one they've got. That's the only one they've got. No. So you see him basically sitting in his hotel room, feeling depressed. Next second, <clears throat> Nina tries to kill him. Having zipped wired outside the ho- outside the hotel room, peppering everything with bullets, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, she's except not how I would have got." Pardon, <laughs> except for him. 
Except for him, yeah. Gets everything else, just not him. Yeah, like, it's... You look at the size of the fucking room. It's it's tiny. It's fucking tiny. That ain't a king-size bed with a... It's not a villa. This is like a fucking one-bedroom apartment. This is... One rocket and it's over, eh? That's a fucking effort to miss. Well, yeah, to be fair, I agree with that. But... See, this is the thing. I, this is my disagreement. So she basically jumps in, right, to try and kill him, and Kazia basically then kicks him out. Um, oh, hang on. Oh, yeah, Kazia then kicks him out, kicks her out, and as she's being kicked out the window, she throws a grenade. I was like, well, why didn't you start with that? Yeah. Look, I'm no expert in assassinating people, but like hand grenades, <laughs> confined space. Yeah. It's a no-brainer, Shit, the- right? The pre- pressure alone will do the job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it will. So I yeah. was like, oh, you're a bad assassin, bad assassin. And so Kazia basically has to jump out the window into the water to save himself. And he's clearly fine. But the thing I got from this was that he jumps in the water and then he kind of raises his head out the water and his hair's all flat. I was like, yeah. holy shit, how much product do you, you, you machinists use? Yeah, man, he puts effort into that. That's that's like five minutes of uh, hard work in the morning to get it looking mm. like that. You mm. know how the levels they have the levels of hold on the hair product. Yeah, that's like got that extra one on the on that extra dot. You know where it's like plus. That's the oh, that's oh the, definitely. That's, that's the brutal hold, the brutal <laughs> hold stuff. That is, I do not agree. We're seeing him with flat hair. I was like, holy shit, that's weird. I don't like that. I don't like change. Stop, stop Put confusing it away. me. Put it away. Yeah. Bandai Nam- Namco probably like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop that. Stop that. Uh, then the next scene is the obligatory shower scene in any anime. They have to try and put it in. Uh, and you see Anna. As I like, all I could think of was like, you're not Chun-Li. Yep. You're not Chun-Li. Yep. I put that in my notes. Thing- That's the Chun-Li shower scene. But not June, because you can't I use June. Of- She's too nice. Uh, June's just got no personality other than let me stop this darkness in your heart. Yeah, she's um, just a pain in the ass. But Anna, Anna, she's got no ass. And then <laughs> it's like she's just got legs. And then her back's got a crack in it. It's just like, what the f- Why? What? Who's animating God? this? Who is, what are you doing? Who is animating it? So the, you basically see her and... Um, Lee, so Lee's doing it on with both sisters. It was like, okay, well played, so John, you're actually not doing too bad there. And then it next goes to Lee and John, who figure out that there's a big plant underneath the Mishima Island. I was thinking, yeah. I said, why aren't you invest? Why aren't you getting the freaking military on this shit? Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it's we'll, Doctor we'll No. Investigate. It's a Doctor No plot, right? Yeah, Which one's the one on the island? It's Doctor No, right? Hey, yeah. Hachi owns seventy percent of the world's military, so they're all corrupt, but. You know, the one thing, right, I noticed about the island on, you know, the little animation, uh, the island looked like an ear. <laughs> it's like they've got the shape of a human ear and just said, you know what, that that's a ridgeline, that's, that's a volcano, because, of course, it's got to have a fucking volcano. So that can be the inside, and, uh, yeah, let's We're call done. it good. Let's call it good, get a few beers in, that's it. So that's <laughs> fine. TGR Fridays. Yeah. So they decide, okay, now we can actually go to the tournament. So they go to the boat where it's all the docks where the boat is, and you first meet Jack. And yeah. Jack's basically not being let on. And you think, you look at him and you go, how big is he? 
You mean the T800, right? He is like the T800. Because yeah, but he's that, the T800 that's times plot, two. Mate. <laughs> well, he's, to be honest, I oh. think he'd uh, he'd just mince the T800. It's also the Mortal Kombat plot because they get on a boat and go to an island. Or no, Bloodsport does it as well. Or is it what's that oh, other one? That John Claude yeah. Van Damme one, not Bloodsport. Yeah. Another one. It's got Sean Connery in it as well. Anyway, they rip that off. They're like, let's but go to an a, island. If it's the fact that when Jack turns up, he's like literally 12 foot. I was like, that what? It's nothing unusual about that, Danny. Well, I suppose we've got 12 foot legs, so I shouldn't, you know, be concerned. <laughs> and then they start fighting Jack and Jack's like, I'll do it with this. And this is this made me laugh. Right. So Lee then says to try and calm it down. This is under police jurisdiction. No problem with that. But then John says, shouldn't there be less talking and more fighting? I was like, no. why? He's clearly right. De-escalate. That's what cops are supposed to do first. Yeah, right? he's trying to de-escalate it. She's like, "Nah, let's break some bones, bitch." And she's the she's the good one. Yeah. <laughs> he's the he's no. the sexist pig who's the voice of reason in this own in this oh. one instance. Right? It's just like, well, well, late late Wulong's kind of right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's but kind of right. right on this. Yeah, he's she's, definitely right. She's one of those uh, Peter protesters. Right, she uh, animals cries over a fucking rabbit. You know that's that's upsetting and all the rest of it. But when it comes to people blood, like she's all for it. She likes she, to feel it. She likes she, to feel the blood on her hands. You know, she loves it. She loves uh, it. So then Lee basically rocks up and sees what's going on. He's like, Ah, we'll give you a bone, Jack. If you beat my uh, little associate here, Bruce, Bruce, he said oh, you're in. So oh, fucking Bruce, Bruce. So Bruce jumps in tries to fight him, <laughs> breaks his hand, and gets his ass stamped. Nothing, not oh, stomp, stamp, stomped. Not, no problem with that. But the thing which made me laugh is this, the little girl who was with Jack goes back, who's sitting, sitting around with John for a bit, then goes to Jack, gets on the boat, but John goes, poor girl, she's sick. Her spirit is fading away. I'm like, what? Yes. What? John is some sort of special doctor who can sense when people's spirits are fading. Senses stuff skill. all the time, possibly a Jedi. That's what I got in my notes. Very yeah, worried about like, darkness. Very worried about cool. darkness, can sense spirits. I was like, oh, we got this in this world now. Fair enough. And then, so they all get on the boat. Is it Michelle or Julia Chang? Michelle. Michelle. Um, they basically see Michelle and Lei basically becomes a sexist again and starts <laughs> saying, oh, I can't believe she's here. She looks piss weak. John starts having a go at him. Says, stop saying that women are weak. I was like, okay, kind of with, stop being a sexist, stop being a sexist bastard. And then John's Jedi feelings kick in again. She's like, oh, I get an awful feeling as Kazia jumps on the boat and she realizes, oh, that was the boy in my dream. How? How the fuck have you realized that? Your Jedi powers kicked in here. I like how she's so empathetic to everything going around her. You know, like, uh, oh, like that poor girl, you know, she's so sick. <gasps> oh, this this evil man, I have to try and save him. Meanwhile, she's punching fuck out of security guards. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that girl, her life force is fading. Oh, well, what are you going to do? And walks in. Breaks some more wrists, apparently. Yeah, fuck it. Just leave her. She's dead. She'll be dead soon. <laughs> so they all go to the island, and the net that goes to the evening, and Lay's like, oh, let, let's do some snooping. But then he's in his hotel room. He looks out his window, sees the too many soldiers, and goes, nope, too many. Fuck it. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the investigation. I'm going to bed. Night. Must Again. Have, must have been a Friday. 
I don't. If he's the voice of reason in this movie, God fucking save it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, when I'm off the clock, I'm off the clock. <laughs> I'll call my union delegate about this. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Too much unpaid overtime, mate. Yeah, yeah. So John's in her room. Then he goes to John, who's in her room, and she's going, "Hmm, how can the boy from my past change so much?" I was like, "Cause he got thrown off a fucking cliff." Yeah, the fucking process of aging normally does that as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, been, it's been a while. It's been, it's how, been a while. How can yeah. I have changed so much? What could have gone wrong with his upbringing? You know? Yeah. And she fucking saw it. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She, she saw him doing it. I was like, Jesus, love, you've just got a problem. And then it, it goes to Kazia, who's training, destroys the gym bag for Jita style to show how how he, you know, so strong he is. And then goes all Sagat slash Harry Potter holding his chest going, oh, I've obviously, I can sense the darkness within me. And I was like, oh, fuck off. Stop yeah. trying to be Harry Potter. Yeah. And then she get, then John appears and starts giving, uh, re, uh, starts giving Kazuya basically a lecture with the locket. And basically saying, you need to be a good guy again. Be a good guy. And he just goes, fuck off and slaps the locket out of her hand. I was like, good, good for him. Come back to the light. Come over here. We can break all the bones we want. <laughs> she's such a fucking busybody. I reckon she's got PTSD from seeing a little kid get thrown off of a fucking mountain. Well, she went you know, down there. She says, oh, I went down there multiple times. I was like, well, to be fair, you should have found him then. Yeah, why didn't you call the fucking police? I mean, he's... he's <laughs> why didn't you tell an adult? She did. He's probably oh, she did. No one believed her, right? They didn't believe her. Oh. So like... <laughs> It's yeah, great, probably because they're bribed. But just like he's you went down, unconscious. You know, kids. It, it. I don't think people can walk or move or fucking get up after being thrown down a mountain mm. because they're fucking unconscious. Correct. I was like, you just bullshit. You should have. You just chatting shit. You definitely should have found found him there. Uh, this is like Ken and his fucking Goken. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've done all I can do. Better go home. If you don't know what he's on about, so Street in Street Fighter, Ken finds his master Goken and just basically ah fuck it, I'm done. But Goken was alive all that time. Well, the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the story is that he's there when Akuma comes, and Akuma dispatches Ken when he tries to avenge his master, right? And then he wakes yeah. up and what? He doesn't look for Goken. No, he's like fuck it, I lost. Move on. Well, Plot I just woke up. Obviously, Goken's dead. Better yep. go. Better go home. No point wounds. dwelling on it. That's not what he would have wanted. L- look, let's not start confusing this with Street Fighter, which it makes m- a bit more sense. It's than not this hard. One. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they start having an argument, the two of them, about who's right and who's wrong. And I was like, oh god, this is. And then, then apparently, because they always do, let's see whose whose ideals are stronger, and we'll fight. I was like, that that's not how you win in arguments. You just beat the shit out of each other and whoever wins, their the ideology is correct. It's like, that. it's not how politics works. Oh, no, and I'm pretty sure... Know. It depends on the country. <laughs> it depends think, on the I country. I think they're trialling that in Spain at the moment. <laughs> what? <laughs> they're bringing back ritual combat, trial by combat. <laughs> like, like, why not? Like, and why then, not? What's, next you'll be able to pick your own fucking person, right? And then it'll just get ridiculous again. Like it was before. It's like, look, I'm pretty shit at fighting, but he's not. <laughs> he's my champion. Oh, yeah, he's my, my champion. champion. I want to get this. Ta- I want to get this tax bill across the line. <laughs> Go Goron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Can you imagine that? Trump and, Trump and Biden, right? Boys, let's decide our champions. Pistols at, at, at freaking dawn. And uh, would they use, would they use like jewels or would it be like 12 rounds? Oh, oh, it's got to be bare knuckle, right? It, and bare it, knuckle it, fighting. Yeah. Um, oh, look, There's I'm up for trialling it. I'm up for tri- Yeah, this election, yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so they start about to have a fight, and then Anna, and Nina comes in once again to try and kill Kazia and absolutely fails. Um, and Anna comes in, her sister, with a bazooka. I'm like, what? That was the most Tekken thing that happened in this whole fucking movie, mate. They, yeah, that's all what... the movies with them in the games is, involves Anna like doing a fucking like RPG or something like that, or a rocket launcher or whatever, right? Yeah. How's, how's this right? She shoots through a fucking window, misses. Throws a grenade <laughs> through the window, misses. And then, tr- uh, you know what? Surefire way to do it. No, don't get a fucking rocket launcher. Don't get a bazooka <laughs> or fucking landmines or whatever. Let's try a, a little bit of wire. A, well, it's like you're going fishing for fucking Kazuya. <laughs> yeah, fishy, fishy, fishy. If, if Jun's if, if the Jun's a Jedi, these two fucking idiots are stormtroopers, right? <laughs> they couldn't hit. They couldn't hit the broadside of a fucking barn. None of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Anna <laughs> fires a bazooka on her own with no recoil. It's like, yep, boom, Easy. bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah, let's just throw this in there. Let's see what happens. Someone's been least... doing the exercises on her quads. Yeah, at least, at least the bazooka has a better effective range than a fucking fishing line, you know? It's... But the, the great thing was she starts to fire and goes, oops, better leave. I was like... Why? Isn't the whole plan to kill him? It's like, just just kill him? Yeah, she was so smug when Nina failed, right? And she's like, oh, fucking Nina, she sucks. I would totally be able to do that, right? That That's the vibe I was getting. The yeah. hold her beer moment was this moment, and she fucking, she cocked it up. She did. She cocked it up, and then everyone runs away and goes to back to the hotel room, <laughs> clearly. And then and then goes to, goes to bed just fine. Yeah, it's like, ah, nothing happened, no trauma, it's fine. So they then go to the tournament the next day, and you see all the fighters then. So you see Armor King, Yoshimitsu, Michelle, Martial Law, Jack, Kazia, Beck, well, really badly drawn Beck, um, oh. Paul, and King, even though all of them look terrible. And they're all going to be pivotal, pivotal in the rest of the movie. Correct, but their animation is so bad. Like, I was like, uh, uh, it's so bad. <laughs> And then when Lay turns up and he goes, he goes to John, oh, I found an underground entrance. I was like, when did you do that? You were asleep. You, you said you weren't doing anything because of the guards and yet you found this. Bullshit. When did you go do that? Yeah, I call double agent. <laughs> I call bullshit. That's yeah. what I call. He got that information because he's part of the fucking, you know, he's part of the regime. He's part of the plot alliance. Yeah. He's got plot armor. He so, does. Lots of he it. He does. And <laughs> Heihachi then basically turns up uh, and basically says, right, here are the rules. The rule is, basically, you're all going to go in the jungle and you're going to fight each other until uh, till you get to the middle. And then the one who gets to the middle, to this big tower, uh, fights me. Right? Hunger and games. that's it. Hunger game style. But Michelle Chang's like, nah, fuck that bitch. And throws a tomahawk. <laughs> Right at him, and possibly one of the best moments in any anime film ever. Heihachi catches it with his teeth and then breaks it. I was like, "Yes!" Look, and this ain't a fluke. He he, this ain't a fluke. He, he does, does it with a bullet too. 
Awesome. Oh, he does. Not in this game. Not in this movie, but in the game. Tekken Six. Tekken Six. Yeah. Superb. Yeah. Sue, mm. absolute perv. I was like, right, you, I'm in. I'm invested. I don't care what this film gives me now. Seeing a man catch it with his teeth and bite it, I was like, yes, he's a bitch. But then it he goes on. Reminds me of oh, um, Saitama. Yeah, Saitama does something with a sword, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he could be Saitama. He could be. Yeah. Well, he's already gone bald. He's already. <laughs> he's bald halfway. He's, he's nearly there. Powers. He's nearly he's there. Nearly there. <laughs> but then he goes on about reach for your own truth ever release it this is your Tekken what is your Tekken are we consuming are we seeing Tekken is truth Tekken is life Tekken is life yeah, yeah well you- look if we need to spell out again it was pretty fucking clearly explained in the opening monologue clearly right? it was every fucking monologue <laughs> it's like when you think someone's finished but then the conversation's only half done like it's like it's like and that is their Tekken and then not only is that their Tekken, but blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's live. <laughs> so are you done? You're about to get off your chair. And he's still going. Oh, shit. <laughs> so the tournament then begins, and Kazuya beats Beck, and Michelle beats Ganryu. We don't really see much of the fight. But then Lee uh, oh, is in, Lee's the, in a stoot. Oh, go on. The uh, Michelle fight, that she fucks Ganryu up like that. You know, there's uh, a movie from back in the day called Kung Pao. Where the main character like punches a perfect hole in this guy's fucking stomach, mm. she straight up does that to Ganryu. Oh, Ganryu's like, in trouble. He's fucking elbow deep in this guy's fucking stomach. He is in. Like, he is in big trouble. He is coughing blood. He needs to go see someone immediately. He possibly, yeah. I think, probably died. It's it's probably good he's not wearing pants because he's he's going to be shitting blood for a while. You know. <laughs> The X-rated version. Yeah, where was Jun? She could have sensed that. <laughs> yeah, she would have been all about it though. Yeah, she was. Like, yeah, she would have been. She would have been foot stomping him. Fuck you, yeah. bitch. She would have there. So kick him while he's down. Go kick on, him while he's down. On, yeah. So Lee's then in his um, sitting there watching the experiments, and he goes, "Ah, oh, sad. They don't know the real plan." And it's like, "Oh." foreshadowing bit of exposition it's like of course there needs to be of course it's not the real plan and but this is what makes this is where this just goes a bit even more nutty you see Lego go to the entrance that he's found and he gets held up by a guy and then jack just turns up grabs the guy the guard throws him against a rock and this guy doesn't just like you know crumple and break his neck his head explodes i was like how hard did you throw him Fucking hard enough to blow his head up, I guess. Well, I feel like <laughs> right, he could have seen... done that differently, right? Oh yeah, he he, he could have knocked he him could've... out. Yeah, he um, could have. Imagine, imagine what he's done to get to that point in time. Like even getting to the docks with this little girl. Imagine the shit that she has seen. <laughs> <laughs> the horrors. What I did not kill him. <laughs> She is okay, and she's just like got this <laughs> far away right. look in her eyes. She's slightly shaking from time to time. <laughs> the trauma just—it just zones in on her, and all you hear is screams, the screams of the dead. <laughs> but then it's the fact that Lay just goes to him. Why did you do that? Yeah, yeah, it barely even questions it. Just oh she's yeah, awesome. fair enough. Fair enough. You yeah. shouldn't do that. And then it goes. Jack basically says. Um, oh, I'm looking for the professor, Professor um, 
Bromovich, whatever his name is. Uh, and he says, I need to heal the sick girl. Her life force is fading. I was like, life force? Life force? Did How just does say- a microwave fucking sense <laughs> fucking life force? <laughs> Look, I mean, I don't mean to be a nitpick it, but when they mean life force fading, do they not mean their heart's about to fucking stop and they're going to die? What if she just needs her blood pressure medication, you know? Just say she's got cancer or something, that is a life force. Yeah. Well, and I'm assuming he's one giant diagnostic piece of equipment, right? Like, he could fucking x-ray her or something and go, oh, okay, well, she's got tumours everywhere. Or like you said, she's got cancer. Just There's so many medical conditions they could have given her. Yeah. 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 Just say that and you'll be fine. But no, 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 just life force. It's like, okay, we're going from that. So then it goes to Kazia very quickly, body, bodying Michelle, absolutely beating the shit out of her. And then he basically actually then tries to kill her by stamping on her head. And I was like, wow, that's a bit unnecessary. She didn't need to be killed. But he's like, ah, fuck it, I'll kill her. He, did, he actually didn't say kill everybody. He just said beat them. Well, and he's also like, don't worry, I'll kill Heihachi, but I'll also kill you because why not? <laughs> You know, and I'm going to kill you in a way that's weird. I'm just going to do this giant axe kick that's really slow and then give Jun enough time to go, hey, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. We need to argue. And then it skips back to um, Jack, who uses a laser code to open a door. He uses oh, his eyes. fucking laser eyes. Lasers, uh, laser eyes to open a code. And Lee just suddenly just goes, what exactly are you? I was like, oh, oh, it's dropping. The penny's dropping. Yes. Slowly. It's like he's been in a fucking gay bar for like two hours and then gone, oh, oh, I get it, right. I get it. Oh, I, something's, I up. <laughs> something's up, it's a sausage fest, I don't know why, but I, I can see there's something. I think I know there's what's something. going on here. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of Mr. Magoo, you know, he's like the, the world's worst detective, but somehow everything just pans out. You know, oh, yeah, he just it, it, goes it, to sleep with rocket launches and shit going off, wakes up, <laughs> hang on. I reckon, you know, that looks like a secret entrance. You know, the rockets hit some cliff and the whole cliff <laughs> fell down and crushed a village, but hes it's cleared his view now, so yeah. he can see... This. Did yeah. he not question? <laughs> oh, shit. John, are you all right? I heard about that rocket attack. Nah, fuck it. What are you going to ask? <laughs> yeah, he just sort of goes, I don't even question it now. Things just work out. Look, and their teamwork is questionable, right? Oh, yeah. Like, how much time do they actually spend together? Not much. Probably the boat ride. That's about it. And even yeah. then, they didn't want to talk to each other. They were well, at each other. To be fair, everyone who went to the island was there on the boat ride. So, it's yeah, not much got done. <laughs> no. 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 So, Lee decides, all right, I'm going to have some fun. No, I'm going to send out my dinosaurs. Basically, Alex. They were trying to shoehorn Alex the dinosaur in there. Uh, but then um, he called them Rex, right? And he called them uh, Rex. It's like, yeah, you, you know, it's Alex. Just call him codename Alex. Um, and then you see Lee, Lay and Jack infiltrate the lab and they get jumped by three P-Jacks, the prototype Jacks. And it's like, yeah, prototype Jack. Because I freaking love prototype Jack. And oh, one yeah. of them, one of them slices his arm, sort of slices Jack's arm. And then all of a sudden the girl suddenly passes out and Jack goes, she's had a seizure. I was like, that wasn't a seizure. She didn't have a She's seizure. She just collapsed. She just isn't conscious. That's not a seizure. I've seen it's seizures. Bit... That ain't it. 
That's fucking starvation, Jack. You gotta feed her too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. One. Like, you're keeping her blood pressure pills away. She's probably got fucking epilepsy as well. And now you're not feeding her? Look, Jack. She's fucking dehydrated, mate. Look, you're killing her. You can't just plug a cable into her, mate. And charge her up. You have to fucking feed her. Yeah. I just imagine him trying to stuff like a USB cord into her ear or something. She's not charging. Why does it not work? Oh, USB-C. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. Lightning. <laughs> Pull it lightning. out and turn it up the other way. Oh, fucking hell. So, basically, then it gets even better. So, he looks at his arm. It's like robotic bits coming out. And then Lee Le- goes to him. Oh, you're not human. Oh, there it is. He's figured yeah. it out. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. The wheels of fire. <laughs> He's figured out the gay bar is a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a dick. And then so oh, while he's, he's basically having a revelation, it goes to Jun, who starts rattling off that darkness crap again to Kazia. And Kazia's like, I don't give a shit. I really don't care. And then as they're arguing about the, the, the ideologies, she suddenly goes, hmm, hang on. I said dinosaurs because of course you do. Uh, you know, <laughs> life force and dinosaurs, they're hand in hand. Like, that, that's, just, that's just the way things happen that's that's what your tech end is that's what your tech end is like it says well, dinosaurs. it's a dino it's a dino my, te- my <laughs> tech end my tech end is tied in with dinosaurs <laughs> it's great we're not going to explain it but i could do everything so i'm not going to explain that it then cuts to lee who apologizes to Hayachi. he's like father i'm sorry i said the dinos i just wanted to have some fucking fun and Hayachi goes meh don't worry about it son it's fine i don't give i don't care yeah i'm not really asked and then i was like okay he got off quite lightly then it then goes back to Lay and Jack, who are looking at the, the dinosaurs like being produced. And next second, Lay gets smacked by Roger. I was like, the Roger the kangaroo, the, the boxing kangaroo. I was like, that's superb. He's the MVP of the whole movie, mate. He's, he's fucking, he is. look how good on the speedball he is. 100% accurate. Yeah, you see, oh, that's later on. Yeah, that's later on. You see him punching a ball. You see him punching the ball. And he's like, what is that? And Roger's just like, doof, 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 doof. And he said, oh, Roger, that's Roger. I was like, Roger's the tits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's Roger. But you, it, you know what? I don't even want an explanation at this point. Let's just make a movie about him. Yeah, <laughs> it was because Dr. B rocked up. And Dr. B's like, yeah, fuck it. I just was practicing. Went from Roger to these dinosaurs. I was like, just just do a whole film on Roger and I'd be happy. Yeah, he looks yeah look, awesome. he's just like, he's like, I like kangaroos, but they're pretty dumb. So I made it smarter. Look. He can box. Yeah. And he can box like a champion. And let's be honest, we all play Tekken. <laughs> Big windmill punch, take fucking windmill 80% punch. of health. <laughs> it's awesome. And so Dr. Basic, they start basically talking about Jack, and Jack starts to give more exposition about how he came to be. And it was, uh, he was for the Russian military, of course you were. And apparently the girl released his emotions because he's got an emotion chip the doctor put inside. I'm like, that is bullshit. The emotion yeah. chip. I said, that'll do. When you need a plot hole filled, that'll do. What's yeah, even like... more bullshit is his name's Jack, and he's from Russia. That's a good point. What's yeah. his fucking name? Jackov? <laughs> Jackoff? Yeah. Well, I, 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 Jack, I, I, I have never heard of a, a Russian person named Jack. Yeah, and obviously they, they're getting at Jack boots and Jack, like the American sort of, sort of uh, soldier, right? But he's Russian. Yeah. Or, you know, somebody's name is Russell, so you call him Jack, you know, yeah. if they're short. <laughs> but, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like I that. I, That's good. 
you know, it's a, it's a pretty English fucking name. Yeah, it like, is. You know, it, but Jack, nah, that'll fucking do. It's fine. Yeah. But the, this is what this is what Putin's investing in. That's why he's gone after the Ukraine because he wants the yeah. Jacks. They've got yeah, him in yeah, there. yeah. He he wants to. I don't know. Maybe they've got a Jack making facility in fucking Ukraine. <laughs> in Ukraine, they're keeping it hidden. Well, then yeah. skips to um, Kazuya and John who are fighting dinos. And Kazuya just suddenly goes, there's something wrong here. I was like, no shit. But the fucking rockets didn't give it away? <laughs> the fucking, there's a dinosaur and you're like, there's something wrong. I was like, no. Really? <laughs> this is a little out of the ordinary. <laughs> and then two of them, two of them headbutt him from, side, from each side and he starts coughing blood. I was like, okay, I'm not a doctor, but that has done some damage. That is in some internal bleeding right there. Never a good sign. And then he's like, give us a look at those teeth. (laughs) Open wide. Really wide. When he's like, basically, I'm dying. The devil then comes in, basically, and he gets like his devil powers. Fight. And he basically, yeah, does, becomes a densist. Grabs one of them, (laughs) but hand on each, on the top and the bottom, and literally rips it open. It's like, holy shit. Open wide. That's awesome. That's incredible. That looked like something out of the Giver. That was you know that, pure that fucking animation style. Should we just say if you don't know what the Giver is, the Giver was an, is an anime. Well, it was actually a manga. Uh, it's a it's a long standing manga anime which I'd not discussed with these two. We didn't talk about the Giver. Nah, it's just good, it's, mate. It's fucking it's brilliant. Just so good. The Giver was the first anime I ever watched. Freaking love the Giver. Watch yeah. it. Freaking insanely violent. Incredible. Basically full Giver shit. And it was brilliant. And then he decides, do you know what? I'm going to stab the other two with my fingers. I was like, that's not how this works. But okay, <laughs> you can do that with your fingers. Like, stab. Poof, poof. Nobody can do that with their fingers. Nobody can go, Pew, I stab you. I stab you again. <laughs> he does. He finger yeah. stabs them. Pew, pew. I, you know what? It's uh, he's a fucking unit. He, he's a unit. Like he get thrown off a cliff. Mm. Uh, you know, traumatic childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- fucking facial surgery to dinosaurs. You know, poking holes in someone is yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, right. probably makes it's, sense it's a, with what's going yeah, on. Why not? Why not? So he makes the tower. And John's still going. Like, John's literally like, ang, 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 the whole time. He's probably walking yeah. on the She goes on a bit, eh? She goes on a bit. And then, so when he gets to the tower, Lee's there, his, his brother. And, and Lee just gets absolutely bitched. And then Hihachi steps in and bitches him as well. It's like, shut up, Lee. And How then he they... thought it was going to pan out well after he'd just seen a cozy a finger fuck a, a T Rex to death. Like, I don't. He thought. At that point, wouldn't you just. Back the fuck out. He really bigged up, pumped up these fucking dinosaurs, right? And Kazia, like, dispatched oh, them man. quite effortlessly. So, you're right. I don't know where he, where this confidence of his came from, but... Yeah, I'll work. just be... It didn't sorry, work bro, out. <laughs> Whatever it is you want, you can fucking have it. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, hey, Hachi doesn't see it the same way, because they start fighting... And Heihachi's absolutely bitching him. He's absolutely destroying him. I was like, wow, okay, this is a bit one-sided. But then Lee gets pissed off. He's like, oh, fuck you all, I hate you. Kills the scientist and then blows the island up. because this... it puts the detonation because of reasons. 
Well, the self-destruct sequence, because obviously it's got to self-destruct, right? It always does. Of course it does. But what cracks me up about the self-destruct is like, I thought this self-destruct would just destroy the whole island and everyone would have to flee the island. Nope. No, just don't worry about it. Just, <laughs> no. just fuck it. No. He just no, loses his mind and fucking goes, I can't handle it anymore, and then just self-destruct and then goes maniacally crazy and kills everyone. I don't even know why he's... Why is he breaking though? What what's he got so emotionally destroyed over? Well, no wonder he can't beat Kazuya. He's got the slightest little bit of adversity, and he's fucking like <laughs> falling apart, right? Imagine what would have happened if Lee got down to the. He got thrown off the cliff, right? He'd, he'd sit there and he'd fucking, you know, he'd blame the know. cliff, mate. Yeah, he'd fucking start bashing the rocks together, and it's not fair. I never not get nothing. Fair. Right. Oh. You, do you know what? Because you guys mentioned Roger, right? It skipped me. It skipped the scenes, and I forgot an important. We've got to go back one scene when the dinosaurs first showed up, right? Okay. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. So when they, just because this is when Roger turned up, and it was a scene after. You see Anna and Nina fighting, and yes. as they're fighting it, Anna starts backing backing up, and then Nina just suddenly goes, "Oh no." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, an invisible dinosaur kit, like literally bites Anna in half. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, that's cool!" But it was what got it was is the way that Nina just went, "Oh no!" <laughs> so, yeah, go back and listen to it. She oh, says it so quietly. <laughs> oh no! Well, are these dinosaurs predators as well? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, why didn't Lee use the fucking invisibility thing when he fights Kazuya? Well, yeah, yeah. Why not insert that DNA shit into him? That might be yeah. handy. And, it, and obviously, yeah, I completely forgot about the Anna becoming Dino poop. But yeah, yeah it's it, it seems like it, 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 they're just such fuck ups. They you are. Know, they, 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 like every scene they're in, they fuck up. Yeah. Like that that scene right there. That dad always loved you more. Meh, meh, meh. And I fucking hate you. And you didn't bring my stapler back. And that, that's the reason why I stole your shoe. And mom, she's picking on me. And oh, yeah, sure. You're the one that gets eaten by a dinosaur. It's, fuck's sake. Fuck them both off. I hope both of them get eaten. Look, they're portrayed. I can't. Yeah, they're portrayed so fucking stupid in this movie, eh? And oh, you can see much. they were not confident of a sequel, right? Because they're fucking killing <laughs> everyone off. And you oh, know, we yeah. talked about this, but this is like they don't. YouTube doesn't even copyright strike this movie. You can just no, fucking watch it for free. <laughs> Bandai Namco are not not even getting it taken down. Yeah, they really yeah. don't. So. They, uh, it goes back to uh, Heihachi bitching on Kazuya, going back to the main thing. And then Jun decides, oh, I'm going to join in and I'm going to start bitching on Heihachi because it clearly worked on Kazuya. And Heihachi basically then argues, oh, the world, the, the humans have ruled the world. It needs to be reset. And I was like, oh, boring. And then Jun suddenly right, goes, Thanos. yeah, right, Thanos. And Jun goes, hang on, you threw Kazuya off the cliff to make him fight, to fill him with darkness. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He didn't say that. So you've you've freaking done some mental gymnastics there to get to that point, love. And then I'm telling hey, you, yeah, she's speaking PTSD. for him, not letting him have his say. Like the thing is, hey, Hachi watched some half fucking baked documentary on lions and then got inspiration. That's what had really happened. 
But then he goes on. He goes on and says, uh, my Tekken will create the destruction of the devil and renewal of the gods. I was like, what are you on? What do you mean the renewal of the gods? The, the gods are coming back. I think Jesus is going to come back and go, yep, <laughs> I agree with this shit. <laughs> I'm fucking in. <laughs> hey, Hachi. Fuck it. What a guy. Their, their free trial's finished. Their free trial's <laughs> finished. they got to renew their subscription. <laughs> Is that why, that's why we don't have gods anymore because we didn't fucking we we didn't have it on auto renew. Man, I, I am paying for this shit. We did the trial and just fucking like fuck that. Just so, create another email address for fuck's sake. Use a different credit card. Godisgood.com. Oh, so Kazuya gets back up and he's ready for more, and then the explosions start going off on the island. The self-destruct button has now f- finished its countdown. And they are still going off. The lab's closed off. It's about to close. And Jack stops and stops the, store, the door from closing and gives himself up to, to die. And I was like, oh, Jack. And But then the young girl's going, Daddy, Daddy. I was like, you've got some problems there. Um, Daddy? What? Why are you calling him Daddy? He's not your father. He's a well, robot. This was the, to... the heartbreaking, touching moment of the movie. It was. It was very heartbreaking. And it, Let's he, be he's... honest. He's the he's the most relatable person in this whole fucking movie. He's also the most human. Ironically, I kind of agree with that. He is. He's actually fucking competent. (laughs) (laughs) He's great. He's a great role model for Hahachi as far as a a template and how to be a good dad. Like, yeah, 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 he he actually, you know, he he does what he says he's gonna do. He gets her healed up. He, you know, he can. He's actually. Good at winning a fight, you know. He can look after, keeps himself safe. and people. You yeah, know, he took it at the hospital, fucking dying. Yeah, and yeah. You know, it, it's just I like don't... I was going to say. It, it, this scene is like an Indiana Jones scene, right? The door's about to close. Oh no, we're fucked! And then he's like, "Wait!" And then he does the whole plank underneath the door, right? Everyone mm-hmm. gets out. The mm. next bit yeah. is what I find. What did you find really funny about that bit afterwards? What after his his brains basically say if I come back basically I was like how no you don't believe in reincarnation what the fuck what are you on about it was just that go and then everyone was like okay that's what <laughs> yeah, I was like it. bro <laughs> it was like there's this machine showing way more fucking compassion yeah. and and just altruism than any of you fuckers and, and then you're just like cool dude thanks. <laughs> Bye. Get you next time, and then <laughs> like it's a fucking. They bought him a round of beers at a pub or something. Like, I like to. I I like to think that Jack's like oh, I fucking hate everyone here. I just want to end it. I'm sick of you guys. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> he probably was because the next scene is that you see the island and it's now looking like Namek from it's like full blown Namek yeah, from, uh, yeah. from Dragon Ball Z. It's it's gone to shit. Everything's gone orange. Because, of course, it has. Um, Kazuya is now beaten up by Hachi. He's about to finish him. And then Jun steps in. And Jun, blah, blah, blah. I want to save you. And then finally, Kazuya's had enough and chokes her. I was like, thank fuck. Jesus Christ. Get it done with. Kill her. Only about half an hour too late. Yeah. (laughs) And then what gets annoying is that she goes on again about wanting to save him. And then this purges the devil. I was like, what? She ah. just exercised it. Yeah, that's because the devil's just like, I can't deal with this bitch anymore. 
Well, she just sick of this. I've got to go. Like you're on your own. It was a war of attrition, mate. She just wouldn't (laughs) stop. And he's like, Jesus, fuck, okay. Fine, just do what you want. I was uh, just enough, enough. Yeah, the devil's gone back to hell. He's like, oh, fucking bitch. I've had yeah. enough. God, what happened up there, problem? boss? June Kazama fucking happened. That's what. Jesus. Man, you don't know what it's like up there. You, you, you just got no idea. Oh. Oh, look at the devil comes crawling back to hell. <laughs> so, basically, because she's gone on, hey, Hachi does a surprise attack and kicks, kicks Jun in the stomach. I was like, yeah, go on. He's, he's, he's had enough of this. And then it goes to yeah. a fadeaway. And then you see all the fighters are safe. And then Kazuya comes out the fire with John with no burns whatsoever at all. He's fine. And Heihachi flies off in a jet. Okay. And then it does another fade off. And then it just says, sometime later. And you see John is now surrounded by the animals because she can talk to the animals. She's like literally Snow White or Cinderella. It's like bullshit. Anyone does this. Look higher, June Kazama. She can do anything. Anything. She could do. She can. She can. She is literally a um, master of DNA genetics. Master fighter can heal people. She, she's an exorcist. She can yeah. sense shit. <laughs> she's a fucking religious expert. She's a she's a feminist. She's everything. She I put, reckon she's like, you know, that's one of her pride pieces. Like, do you do you know who got rid of the devil? That's right. That was me. That was. I convinced me. the devil to leave. I <laughs> convinced. <laughs> That's how she says it. Convinced. Yeah, and he's just like, he's like, <laughs> leave me oh, alone. That's how. That's how Jin was born. She just didn't leave him alone. Just wore him down over time. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. Because oh, she is if, now a if mother. Just leave. Because she's a mother now, and ju- you see Jin come round, and he's like, hey, mother, and he's got the same goddamn eyebrows. And then all of a sudden, John suddenly looks and goes, the wind has changed. And Jin goes, what's up, mother? And she goes, nothing. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, the end. Uh, I've, got, I've got that fucking as... It's like, John senses something bad because the wind changed, obviously, and then lies to Jin about it. Yeah, she's about to like, fucking die. She's about or, to or, die. Or not, she goes, or not really. Of, or not she's really. Back. Yeah, but. She, she's modern day Jesus. She'll be back. Yeah, she's done a Jesus. She's Jesus as well. And yeah, that's it. That's the plot. That's the way it ends. She goes, nothing. Don't worry. Okay, end. I'm, I'm quite concerned for Jin's welfare at this point. It's like, yeah, everything I've seen throughout the movie points to an incredibly unstable person. Well, if you want, I'm a mandatory and- reporter. I can, I can put that in. I can put that request in. I can get docs on her ass, DC. I can get TCJ on her ass right now. Oh, <laughs> Look, Fucking you got to stop lecturing your son. He hasn't done anything wrong. You know, like you're you're out here in a cabin in the fucking woods. You're surrounded by all these fucking animals, and you're talking to the wind, and then yeah. oh, talking about the wind, and then lying to your son and shit. Like it, something's not fucking right. Like, she's got some trauma she's never dealt with, and it's fucking haunted her for the rest of her fucking life. You know, she she needs help. She needs fucking help. To be fair, I think we all needed help after watching that. That was so bad. It, it was rough. It was rough, I'm not going to lie. It was a rough, rough film. And now you've all listened to it. 
so you, you don't need to watch it. <laughs> Save yourselves. <laughs> so, yeah. with this film, I kind of felt it was trying to be Street Fighter, but it wasn't. And it, its plot was stupid. Its animation was nowhere near as good. There was hardly any fighting, really. Actually, yeah, you're right. It was... It was a lot of darkness and sensing life forces and not a lot of fucking actual fighting, right? There wasn't... There wasn't. We didn't really get any fighting until the island and that was barely any. No, and it uh, wasn't... And I got eaten by a fucking T-Rex. Uh, yeah, look, that was Jack true. murdered a guy in front of a child. Yeah, um, he could have just asked that... him to move and held his head like a child and just he could have... You know, like, what can he do to Jack, that guy? Like... No, exactly. Fuck, if Jack, Jack's asking me for anything, I'm like, yep, sure, take my pass. Uh, do you want the code too? No, you got laser eyes? All right, well, I'm just going to fuck off um, and forget this ever happened. Yeah. All right, we'll catch you later. Exactly, exactly. Hand in, hand in your notice at head office on the way out. I'm taking the next boat the fuck out of here. Yeah. You guys are fucking crazy. And so, okay, look, it's not the best film. There are the funny things that we can point out, but... Otherwise, before we start going around in circles, if, if we give this thing a rating, it's just in total, what are you guys giving this out of 10? Um, I'm probably going to give this uh, a four Anna's flat asses <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> well, by this point, what, what year was this, 98? 98. No, yeah, right. So there were three Tekkens released at this point, and that's exactly what it deserves out of ten. Yeah. Three Tekkens. Three Tekken. Three. <laughs> what? What was it? What that fucking mo- three monologues out of ten? Yeah, you I can think... have that. I-, I give this a three out of ten as well. I think. Oh, fucking hell! I'm the generous one. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Fuck. Um, I think what hurt me the most about it as well was like I'm a big animation and art sort of style fan um, and music design and sound design as well and the ending credits was fucking offspring yeah that's weird and and it that still hurt. didn't get that taken down hurt. from YouTube because oh offspring God. don't even want it taken down from YouTube because they don't want to admit they have a track on it yeah they don't they don't want people to know if we make a fuss people will fucking know, know I, don't, I don't want nothing to do with this <laughs> but to give you some more horrific stuff, right? You know, there was a, a, a real film of Tekken. Right? I know. Yeah. Yeah, which will one day do. There was a Tekken 2, Kazuya's Revenge. Was it? Bull. No fucking way. I yes. have to see this. I have ha- to. Yeah. You'll recognize the guy who plays Heihachi. Um, I don't know if you'll recognize anyone else. Um, out of this film, I know we're going on a side point. Maybe Gary Daniels, who plays Brian Fury. Holy shit! No, you wouldn't recognize look, it anywhere else. The only good thing about the Tekken like live action movie is, is it, that is it finished? Is that it ends? <laughs> yeah, is yeah. that it? It is only a limited amount of time that you must endure it to complete the. Anyway, is there's a there's a song on there? I was like, yeah, it's a fucking good song. Looked it up. A band called Sick Puppies, Aussie band, and I was like. nice that's the only good thing I discovered out of that movie it's not not faithful to the plot neither was this though let's be fair Um, I don't know the characters were like real characters except for Rex that's probably the only you know 
one sort of made up one they I tried guess. to base it off something didn't they they tried they they tried yeah, well it's it's not like they did a mortal Kombat. no you know, where they they just create a character yeah try their own bullshit they did yeah, yeah. I, we this... will we, we will cover we will cover the animated films uh, sorry the real action ones we will tr- we will go through them and have a laugh i think we will do that at some oh. point Look, they're, we will they're suffer worth it. so you don't have to. Look, the thing is, was I super disappointed at this, like being a massive Tekken fan, being young, being like, oh, this could be like the Street Fighter animated movie. It could be fucking awesome. Not knowing, and there's no real internet at the time that you could just search and find out reviews or whatever. Was I super disappointed? But yeah, fuck yeah, I was. But I think movie bad movies are good. How much fun is it to sit here and blow by blow laugh your ass off at how shit this movie is you, you can have fun with that yeah because it's shit oh yeah definitely it's terrible it's a terrible 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 movie and I wish everyone's eyes burn because it ain't fun and then yeah we'll have to work out what next film what film we do next for our I know I've got someone else doing Street Fighter at some point but there will be more films there are plenty, there are plenty of films so you guys are always more than welcome to do another film in the future for shits and giggles <laughs> oh, and let's not forget the dead are alive. Oh, fuck live yeah. action movie. Oh, oh. Gee, oh. What a way to what a way to finish this episode. Oh my cheers. Cheers, mate. Appreciate that. On that fucking oh, high note. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and, All right. and ask someone a hypothetical, right? Go, have you ever envied a blind or a deaf person? No, right. <laughs> They'll go, No. And you go, Watch this. Watch this now. <laughs> Watch this and Tell me how you feel. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. <laughs> Old jokes oh. aside, it wasn't that horrible, but it still. Was. Shut up. It was. All <laughs> it right. was too. <laughs> Shut up. Get off. Right. My friends, it has been good fun. It has been a good... I haven't laughed like that in ages. That was so much fun. Uh, and thank you for for, let, for enjoying this with me. Yeah, well, it, enjoyment is, uh, you know, as long as we're suffering together, I think that's, uh, that's enjoyable. Well, it's you know? solidarity. Yeah, third degree burns are best taken with a team, you know. It's... Well, what did you say? You said, I've watched this more times than anyone should. And I was like, what, once? And, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. four times. Yeah, I watched it four fucking times. Oof, I feel sorry for you, I really do. All right, well, I'm going to kick you both off. punishment. Cheers, cheers, Daddy. kick you off. It has been good fun, and I will speak to you again soon. No Take worries, it easy, man. guys. Have a good week, guys. And that was episode 81 of Tekken the Motion Picture. Thank you very much for everyone for listening. I hope you had a really good time. Thanks so much, Raging Demon and Chaotic Jim. I really appreciate when you guys come on the show, and I can't wait to have you on again. Until then, you all take care of yourself and have a great week. I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.